show you the gun, then show you my squad. Listen, I ain't got to really show you I'm hard. It speaks for itself. And I'm a boss, you gotta speak to somebody just to speak to me. Listen, dog, you can't eat with me. And if, listen, I advise you, don't really wanna beef with me. Please. Oh, you mad because I'm styling on you. You got better gear, couldn't styling on me. Listen, plus the cow is on me. So act up and you'll fucking have to lay down. Listening to the Children of the Internet podcast. I'm your host Byron, and this is Michael. And you are listening to the only podcast in the North Charleston diaspora that disavows white supremacy. Oh yeah, with the quickness, we don't we don't need to hesitate. We don't need to bite our tongue or come up with any other bullshit to say. Or, or who, who, well, who are they? Name one. No, we'll just say fuck them all. I've listened to a lot of different podcasts in North Charleston. None of them disavow white supremacy. I don't mm. know. Not pointing any fingers. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and now Amazon Podcasts. Because Amazon <laughs> finds their own podcast service. So you can find us on there as well. So we're everywhere. Everywhere you want to be, but can't. Because <laughs> you're broke. Welcome. Right. Y'all are classical painters. Y'all are Baroque. Mm. I'll show myself. I saw what you did there. I saw what you yeah. did there. Yeah. But hey, you can stay in contact with us. You can reach out to us at 843-410-8531. Leave us a voicemail. Send us a text message. You can actually email us for booking and more info at CodyPod2977 at gmail.com because CodyPod at gmail.com was already taken. I don't know. You can follow us around on social media. Um CodyPod.exe on Instagram. CodyPod42069, <laughs> if you know what I mean, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think, Mike, you laughing, so I, I think you get it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah, that's how you can find us. You can even join our Discord. If you don't know what Discord is, cut the podcast off right now. Turn it off. <laughs> And uh, but then cut it, cut it back on so we can get our numbers up. Um, but still, yeah. go join our Discord. It is in the show notes. The latest invite. It's not expiring unless y'all start wilding out in there. Join the Discord. Join the community. Listen to us live. Chat with us. Um, what's the latest thing we talked about in Discord, Mike? Uh, I believe it was building up uh, computers from scratch, and that was going to be our next project. There you go. Starting our own tech companies. Starting our own tech companies from scratch. That's the type of stuff that's happening in our Discord. But yeah. And laughing at Xbox for that whole heating problem that they're having. So This close to release. Uh, I think you need to hurry and work those bugs out. But didn't, <laughs> didn't they not build enough PS5s? <laughs> hey, sir, let's focus. 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 Hey. Focus. <laughs> focus. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, yo, shout out to the first time listeners and last time listeners. We appreciate you and the long time listeners as well. 
We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. You listen to the Children Internet Podcast. So as always, we like to get this thing started out with a little something that I call the WSJYWXYCS, or We See You for short. It's our little hmm. segment, our portion of Black Excellence, where we shout out the blacks that are doing the excellence that maybe everyone doesn't have eyes on, but we have eyes on you. So Mike always starts us out with his South Carolina State shout outs and what have you, and I'm going to let him go and take it off. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to start out on a uh, just a, a somber note because we lost a few people uh, in the last uh, month or so and some folks that was definitely near and dear to our hearts. I want to start off with a uh, rest in peace to the good brother, uh, Mr. Robert Lawrence. Um, he was one of uh, my band directors from my South Carolina State days, and he he was a character. He was he was definitely a character, but um, some kind of knew him for being, uh, dare I say, a hard ass. But he was a hard ass with a heart of gold because he really cared about the craft, cared about teaching, cared about building up that next the, the next generation of musicians, educators of the like. So um, I know he was greatly missed. He, he will be forever greatly missed and he will forever be in our hearts. So I love you, Mr. Lawrence, Dr. Lawrence, and I wish you well. I wish the, the best to your family. Um, next is uh, one of my relatives, uh, specifically my sister-in-law's younger brother. We lost him in a car accident, uh, Mr. Bernard Taylor. Um, very tragic. Just had a, his daughter. He's left behind by his daughter and his girl. So we definitely wish you well. You will always be in our thoughts and prayers. And also um, another good brother, a good, good brother of the Beta Delta chapter of Alpha Five Fraternity Incorporated, uh, brother Gary Copeland II, affectionately known as Hawaii. I lost him also in a car accident about a month or so ago. And um, of course, when the news went out, it just hit us hard because I I can't say enough how much of a good brother he is. I remember when I first met him back in, it was a couple of homecomings ago, and I just saw him off the rip, just being a worker, establishing those relationships with the older bros and just had that respect uh, all across the board. So he, and then when I was able to meet him, just always showed love it was just always it was just real cool just he he was solid so like i said greatly missed uh we love you we miss you and we just we we you will forever be in our hearts and you will you will forever be in our prayers so r.i.p so moving on uh because we still we just want to celebrate life again amongst the blacks um keep this one in the family uh just found out the other day that uh my cousin joseph dawson the third has been uh, nominated by Senator Tim Scott for a federal judge, uh, uh, excuse me, for a federal judgeship in Greenville. I think it was a uh, open vacancy recently, and he's been getting vetted and uh, interviewed for the role. So I guess it's, it's on your president to, to pick him up. So hopefully your president does r- the right thing because J.D., as we affectionately call him, uh, he's been a steward of law, uh, just a true man of God. Uh, a worker and he gets the job done uh, he is a citadel grad he picked up his law degree from uh, the, excuse me the, <laughs> the university of south carolina of law and he's just been working in the city in the county to be specifically for uh, such a long time also he has his own uh solo uh law firm too so definitely salute to you uh to the good brother and my cousin i love you thank you thank you thank you for all the work that you've been putting on out here 
And of course, moving on to uh, the illustrious South Carolina State University, I want to bring attention to uh, several individuals, uh, namely three of my LBs that were selected for the inaugural class of uh, the top 40 under 40 list. And that is uh, Mr. Garrett McDaniel of Lawrence, South Carolina, uh, Dr. Matthew Wooten of Petersburg, Virginia, and uh, my, my son, uh, Quincy Mack of Sumter, South Carolina. So congrats to you guys. Thank you for, for, for putting on for the line and putting on for the chapter. And also, because there was a there was uh, some more friends of mine, uh, I need to mention uh, Mr. David White of Charleston, South Carolina, a.k.a. the mayor. Uh, he's, def- he's definitely in the Discord. He's definitely a loyal listener. And, hey, tennis, tennis was it, uh, uh, Byron, your, your, your fellow tennis partner, too? Throw in there. Kind of sort of maybe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fellow tennis partner. <laughs> um, also, uh, Mr. Hamilton Grant, too. He was a selected and uh, my good friend, Miss T.C. McFadden. We've mentioned her before and we see you because uh, she was uh, doing percussion and the middle child video for J. Cole. Um, also, I want to bring recognition to Miss Shantika Glover of Bowman, South Carolina, though she should have been on that uh, SESU list, but that's a whole nother thing. But she was recognized by the state of Georgia for the Georgia Trends Top 40 Under 40. So she was out here getting it. Also, I want to bring attention to back to uh, Hamilton Grant because he not only was selected for the top 40 under 40 for, for SCSU for uh, South Carolina Black Pages, he was selected as the top 20 under 40. So definitely salute to him, double salute to him, salute to the, the young boy because he's definitely been putting on for, for my hometown and Byron's hometown. So shout out to him. And last but not least, I want to bring more attention to, to my link, my other LB. Mr. Andre Sojourner of Spartanburg, South Carolina, because recently, um, uh, Byron, do you love Girl Scout cookies? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You know, I don't. Oh. I feel like I'm not a huge fan, but I'm a fan. Tell me more. If you had a flavor, if you had a flavor, what would you pick? Favorite flavor, I should say. Oh, um, what are the, like the little, the ones with the smiles on them? Uh, smileys? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I just know it was like the, the, the mint joints and the um, the regular wafer joints. But vanilla wafer joints. Anyway, what I wanted to say is he is he was one of the ones responsible. Not, excuse me, not one of the ones. He is the one that was responsible for the new flavor that's coming out uh, the top of next year. The French toast flavor. So... Once again, I just want to show him some love, say thank you. We love you. We love you. Shout out to my link. Shout out to my LB. Once again, for putting on for the chapter, putting on for South Carolina State, and just putting on for the culture. How does <laughs> how do you even go about doing that? How do you go about submitting a new I, I, flavor for Girl Scout cookies? Like he's not in matter the fact, Please explain that. I can't, I can't, well, I can't explain it right now because there's so much we need to talk about in this episode, though, but I, I'll oh. talk about it. Matter of <laughs> fact, matter of fact I'll, talk about, I'll talk about it in Discord. <laughs> but other go. than that, uh, it's like a Patreon. That, that, in order to get the secret that, discussions, you got to get on the Discord. <laughs> but no, uh, but that's all I got. Once again, uh, shout out to my WCUs because, once again, we just putting on for the culture because South Carolina State just produced greatness. I'm, I'm sorry. It's humble brag. That's just what we do. That's what we do. So, shout out to them. Man, what right. you got? 
thanks, Mike, for the South Carolina State and the South Carolina State We See You shout outs and, of course, your family. And then, of course, RIP to those we lost. Um, I feel like I should play like in the arms of the angels right now and kind of like something, some music so we can reflect for a moment. Can we give them a moment of silence? Yes, we can. All right, cool. And that was it. That was the moment. That was it. And so we moved from Mike's We See Use to mine. And as always, I try to keep mine local, personal, but short. And I have two. Uh, Mike, I'm pretty sure you know both of these people. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> how could you not? But I um, wanted to give two, uh, two shout outs to We See You. Very special shout outs to two very uh, important people, uh, to both Mike and myself, um, friends, family, lovers, what have you. And I want to give my first, uh, we see you shout out to Mr. Kamar Galloway, which is very appropriate for the episode that we're doing right now, but we'll get into that later. Very. Well, Mr. Kamar Galloway, very. North Carolina State alumni. Um, Kamar is tech. He is black tech. Everything you can think of black tech, everything you think of that's important about black tech, that is Kamar. He pushes like big initiatives such as the project he led to reach 400,000 black students around the country um, that are impacted by racial inequalities in education. He leads those types of projects at the company he works for, which is a huge tech company. Um, He's worked with going around the country teaching kids how to code he specifically helps educators he helps get the resources educators need in order to teach computer science to the youth so we can have more black computer scientists out here in the world in the tech industry yes kamar is behind all of that and so i just want to give a big we see you shout out to kamar and also kamar is also a sneaker god would you mike would you Say a sneaker god is that appropriate? I don't know what's above a god though, but yeah, he 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 is up there. He's, I mean, all praises due. Yes, yes, he is like. <laughs> I actually wish he was here right now because we are about to talk about of some things. But he is an absolute sneaker god, and um, yeah, shout out to him. Just keep doing the right thing. Keep uh, bringing more black computer scientists into the world so the future is the future of tech is going to be black thanks to Kamar and secondly I want to give a big we see you shout out to Anissa Millet Anissa Millet Mm. is a CSU alumnus so you know I feel like Mike gets a shout out at CSU all the time and I'm finally shouting out my alma mater CSU she's a CSU alumna and she is the recipient of the FFTA Rosanini North American Flexographic Research Scholarship. And she presented research on color accuracy and biodegradable paperboard packaging with eco-friendly inks. So we go from Kamar making sure that the future of tech is black. And then we have Anissa who's making sure that we still continue to have a future by having, by doing research on more eco-friendly solutions for packaging. 
Oh. In this in in the world we live in right now, packaging is not only important, but it's like more abundant than ever. Because like you think about it, like Amazon's one of the biggest companies in the world right now. And like they they're constantly sending out things going from different places and sustainability with all of that because you have to assume that all these things are really bad for the environment. Um at some point, depending on how biodegradable they they are. And if, you know, you have all these companies working on like sustainability solutions to make sure that, you know, we live, we have an actual world to live in when we, you know, in the future. And Anissa is doing the research it takes to get us to a more sustainable future. She was featured. She was even featured in the magazine. Yeah. She, we just, she just got her copy the other day and she's actually featured inside of the magazine. She is officially published, like show out on them. Go ahead now. Exactly. Right. So Anissa, beyond that, also um, has a blog um, called Mad Bib, which stands for Melanated and Dope. Black is Beautiful. In this blog, she celebrates all that is blackness, not even just black excellence, but blackness, black history, what black folks are doing now. Um, just the general being melanated and being unapologetic, unapologetically black. Um, it is amazing. It is amazing. Amazing. Mm. You know what? I'm a rock with that. That's a word now. Yeah. Amazing is now part of the children of the internet meta. Mm. Branded. Branded. Right. So go follow her at Madbib on Instagram. Check out the blog, madbib.com. You know, and activate your melanin. I mean, that's really it. So. <laughs> Big shout out to Anissa. Um, keep doing the right thing. Make sure again we have a future. Keep uh, you know, keep on keeping on. Keep on get published again. And um, uh, you know, yeah. Just show out. Just show, Just show out. out. Just show out now. Uh, and she finds make her. us make us say right. well. All right now, we see you. Yeah, all right now, I see you. All right. <laughs> Um, so after our we see yous, we like to go on to a little segment that we call coffee. Um, we call it coffee because it's that shit that keeps you woke. This is our life pro tips. This is our PSAs. This is just the stuff that we feel like we really want to educate you on and want you to know about. Mike, I hope you got some coffee for the people today. I do. I, I really do. This one, this one's for our homeowners especially the ones that uh, are actively working in their yards uh, on a year-round basis. They're not paying for lawn service or landscaping of the sorts. You're, you're solely about the, the do-it-yourselves, the DIY, to put it short. So I found out a nice little tidbit the other day uh, while I was quarantining uh, uh, during the season and just looking for new projects to do. came across a uh, uh, fun fact about uh, excuse me, mulch volcanoes. Uh, a mulch volcano, you ask. Picture a tree. Picture mulch. Now picture that mulch in the formation of a volcano around your tree. Some may see that and think that's a very interesting and very traditional look for a tree, and looks very stylish. And especially if you edge around the, uh, if you 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 kind of clean up the edges and the whole nine, it just looks amazing. That mulch volcano is doing a lot more harm than good. 
uh, to put it short, um, normal tree, it's supposed, as far as its roots goes, it's supposed to flare out or down and out. When you do a mulch volcano, it flares out and up. When it flares out and up, and if you're not treating it, it you I think uh, some of the effects that may happen is, uh, I think it's called the tree girdling, which is, I think you start seeing some of the exposed roots coming out the ground, or even more so uh, as it keeps growing, as those roots keep growing more and more, it'll start wrapping more and more around the tree, and you will string your tree, and your tree will die. I have two palm trees, and immediately when I found that out, I needed to, I immediately started the process of getting that taken care of. So it's been an ongoing process, very tedious, uh, still a work in progress. Uh, I think I have one tree done, but I might've went a little bit too deep with the digging though, but uh, I'm styling it out. But uh, either way, I, I definitely want my trees to last and um, go go to distance. So I'm just trying to make the long play with um, with my trees. So um, yeah, no, no mulch volcano. So as you're driving around, anywhere around your respective city and you happen to see that just know that tree is going to die very soon unless until somebody does something about it so yeah and also um for those that take shits in public bathrooms stop pulling your pants down to your ankles <laughs> you're better than that you're better you're an adult wait you're better wait, than that what are you to do uh, just keep that shit at your kneecap or at your thigh. Don't, at, yeah, don't put it to the ground. You're not a child. Do you know what happens on a bathroom floor? How much piss and shit, vomit, and other uh, uh bacteria is going around the floor? So when you scoop back up to go hit it, I bet you best believe your knuckles are gonna touch the floor. You nasty fuck. So Damn. please, <laughs> <laughs> please, just just keep them keep them keep them at your thigh, your kneecap. Please, you're better than that. <laughs> Matter of fact, just keep your pants on completely. Don't even pull them yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> directly onto the toilet, pants up. And you may say, hey, but I'm going to wash my hands afterwards. You nasty fuck. You still touch the floor. And you're probably going to shake somebody's head afterwards. So and I'm just saying, I, I've, I've seen this one too many times as, as grown adults doing this shit i'm like no stop it please stop <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead bro that's all like i don't think i didn't see that in your notes <laughs> i didn't know that was coming <laughs> oh god Ugh. oh man so mike tell me if you heard this one before michael jordan said i don't make shoes for urban black kids I make shoes for suburban white kids mm, maybe I think I have a mix amongst the, the many other wild and crazy things he said so yeah go for it yeah so like for some reason amongst the uh, the culture there's this belief that Michael Jordan um, one said that he doesn't make shoes for black kids or black people he makes shoes for suburban white kids um, so one and two that uh, Michael Jordan like hates black people. Mm. There's just like this thing going around because you heard the chameleonaire thing. Um, you know, I don't mm -hmm. want to take no pictures, no niggas. So, yeah, yeah, that is like part of like the evidence or whatever that people use and say like, yo, Michael Jordan doesn't like black people. So I would say firstly, 
Mm-hmm. No, what did you say? I was gonna say, or that thing that he we learned from the uh, the last dance about not wanting to endorse the um, well publicly endorse the was it Harvey B. Gantt from Charlotte when uh, he was going for Senate and he was going up against some super racist opponent and some shit like that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, ahead, yeah but another example, yeah. So, it's widely believed that Michael Jordan, like, said this, like, in a statement or in some kind of interview. So, there's no actual proof that, one, Michael Jordan ever said, I don't take, I don't make kids for black people. I don't make shoes for black people. I make them for, for suburban white kids. There's no mm-hmm. proof that he actually ever said that. Um, what mm-hmm. he did say, and I think he talked about this in The Last Dance as well. What he did say was Republicans buy sneakers, too. Did you hear about? Did you hear that? I, that does also does sound familiar. Because they, I think he was he was getting pressured to like talk about his politics and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and, like, yeah, I think that, that was all in that same segment. Yeah, I think that was like, all in that same segment. Yeah. Exactly, and he was like, you know, like I don't, you know, Republicans buy sneakers too, essentially, which doesn't mean Republicans don't necessarily mean white people. It just means Republicans buy sneakers too. Like, so he's like, why would I alienate part of my audience, basically? So, mm-hmm. um, so. Not only is like the statement like that we we all believe he said not true. Um, I believe the chameleonaire story where he said I don't want to take no pictures with no niggas. I think that's like kind of false a little bit because mm. chameleonaire somehow took this as I don't want to take no pictures with no black people. But mm-hmm. I took that as I don't want to take no pictures with no dudes. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, so I would yeah. take that as that. And I really think that's what the situation was. If you look it up on YouTube, you'll find it. Chameleonaire calling Michael Jordan racist, basically. Or saying he's like a sellout or something along those lines. It's, it's crazy. But go look it up. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it also true that uh, Mike also said the thing? Well, not necessarily said the thing, but he was also, uh, was it he he was funding private prison or, a, or something within prison and industrial complex? Is that true? I don't know, but I, I feel like that also has been said too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's racist. Or that's just capitalism. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, because I mean, cheap labor from prisoners to create your Jordan Eleven, your Concords. Well, the irony is there is that let's say if somebody, let's say on a Concord release, and said person either murder or assaulted somebody for said Concords, and he went to prison for it. And Jordan uh, owns that prison, and for that labor, <laughs> you know, that would just be such an ironic punishment. That it's like, damn, I gotta keep making these shit, and I killed somebody for these. Let me see if I can stash these in my in my uh, in my damn bunk. But yeah, yeah just the ultimate irony. I wouldn't even know. Uh, that'd be some wild shit, though. I feel like you would just immediately die if you experienced that level of irony. <laughs> <laughs> like you kill somebody with some shoes and then you end up going to a you kill somebody with some Michael Jordan shoes, then you end up going to a Michael Jordan owned prison. <laughs> uh, that was... Shoes. <laughs> Matter of fact, you don't even make core, you just make the team Jordans. So you definitely not like the dislikes all day. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> damn like that on Mars all day. Just uh. <sighs> that's such a uh and matter of fact, the, the same the same amount, the fakes get more money than them shits. Ooh, ooh, I don't want to be in that personal hell. Yeah, but I think this sounds like this is about to be a nice transition. But go ahead, go ahead, Byron, take it. Uh, it's actually about to be a terrible transition. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, so, Mike, have you ever heard of protagonist syndrome? I have not. So protagonist syndrome is a particular brand of narcissism in which a person views himself or herself as the main character in a world of fiction. So like Mm -hmm. everything this person does all fits into like a certain narrative. The person has ambitions, dreams and stuff like that. And it's all leading up to something like everything you do is like leading up to something. Mm -hmm. So imagine like a player in a video game where, you know, you're the main character. Like you're the character that's being played. The entire world moves around you. And then everyone else is an NPC. Mm -hmm. There are people out here in our real world that feel like that's what they're in. They feel like they're the main character. And then everyone else is just like a brainless NPC. They don't have goals, ambitions. Like they may do stuff, but they're just doing stuff. They're not actually doing anything that, that's mm. going towards something. Everything I do has a purpose. So like, if I sit in, if I sit at home and drink all day, like that's actually building my character up to like do something else later on. <laughs> you know. So like, even when I'm fucking up, like something really good is gonna happen to me at some point because like this whole world is actually made specifically for me protagonist oh damn hold on right. are, you, are you referencing somebody right now wait are you wait are you trying to say i'm saying you have protagonist syndrome no no no, no not no, i no. i'm a humble gumble sir no 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 <laughs> I, I get my experience points the whole regular way right. it's like i'd say mike saying this and then on his side he's just seeing like a conversation tree good response bad response i'm I'm sitting there with the with the look on my face just uh with my head like "Um, how do i respond right (laughs) and the timer just goes out (laughs) every time i talk to mike he doesn't even like see my facial expressions or body movement i'm just like bouncing up and down like my shoulders just moving up and down as i'm like i'm hitting x real fast through the conversation right (laughs) it's like mike we need to then on saturday then does that work for you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> like you don't even fit in the conversation. <laughs> oh shit! No, but for real, are you, are you are you referencing somebody on this one? Are, are we no, 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 no. Well, who are we referencing? Be messy. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. I, I thought you were about to be messy. I was just gonna. I mean, I was gonna ride with you on it. Dang. No, no. Wait. I can't even think who you who would I would. I can't think of anyone I know that probably has this. I mean, I was going to say knee jerk reaction in uh, your president, though, but that, that's too easy. Oh, okay, him. Yeah. I mean, probably that that seems accurate. Dang, <laughs> it's like yeah, because he gets he gets experience points for for quote unquote beating COVID in what two or three days, right? Like he he walked out of uh the was it Walter Reed Hospital with the Final Fantasy music playing in the background. <laughs> like meanwhile, this thing is like it's this is an RPG for him. Like, like yeah, I became president of the uh of the North American realm. <laughs> I'm at experience point uh, fifty six. I mean, excuse me, I'm at a level fifty six. Uh, everyone else is just in their teens. They're I weak. Once you get to that level, it turns to like a um, like a real time strategy game. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> no, because I can legit imagine Trump with the. It, clearly, he was one of either if he wasn't the fucking uh, the outbreak monkey of the White House, somebody else around him. But I can picture him and in Final Fantasy Seven fashion with he's he's in front and like two people just following in motion behind him, and it's just the sickness following behind him. I can see that so vividly right now because hell, you saw it. It's like damn, there half the damn cabinet is infected. So fuck it, yeah, right. Actually, this nigga's playing Plague Inc. Or is he? Or matter of fact, is is he in his own uh, dying light, or he's about to really start up the whole Last of Us uh, virus? Right. That's that's exactly what's happening. Man, this is this is insane. It's actually pretty depressing to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's all right. Let's get back to the positive. Let's let's let's. Yeah. but let's get yeah. back to the positive. Um, and this may be a better transition for you because I have one yeah, more coffee cool. for the yeah. ladies out there, right? That want to get into sneakers. I know you're out there. Oh yes, and you're like, dang, shoes are expensive and they're really hard to find. It's like before you know it, you go online to get your favorite shoes and they're already gone, right? Mm. Understood. And then you also got to drop a grip, like two eighty on some shoes, one eighty. Oh. Crazy. Well, ladies, my non sneakerhead ladies that want to get in sneakers, fear not, because one thing that I've noticed about women sneakerheads or women that are in sneakers, y'all can just like go on there and pick like y'all size in kids and just buy the same shoe. And it's like a hundred dollars cheaper, oh, and like you just log on there later. Like you don't need like the shoe drops at ten a.m. You get on the next day at six p.m. and just get four pairs. Sir, you are saying a word right now. You are saying a word right now. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So that is available to you. And then that's coffee. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like I'm calling y'all out, but it's actually coffee because I really want. Y'all start taking advantage of this. Don't be scared to jump into sneakers because it's going to be cheaper for you. Much cheaper mm-hmm. and more readily accessible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's actually available for you, not us. So, ladies, go ahead and get into sneakers. Nothing's stopping you. It's to your advantage. It's it's uh, We're going to definitely get more into this in, in a moment, though. But, yes, it is so advantageous for you to get into sneakers because... Can I jump into it right now, or or should I wait? I mean, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, okay. Yeah, thank you. I, I was gonna save it for later, though. But, ladies, it's I guess for men. Allow me to speak for all men, especially the sneakerheads out there. All right, it's on. so attractive to see a, a woman in sneakers. It's it's just dope, and especially regardless if she's a sneakerhead or not. If she just puts in just a smidge, the least amount of effort, your whole look will just pop. I don't know what it is, but uh, I know Byron and I have have shared this opinion of, especially when it comes to sneaker galas, you can literally wear anything, whether it be some some super plain chucks, the superstars, or high end fear god, or Balenciagas, what have you. It will all have the same general effect of being a head turner and wondering, like, man, oh damn, what's oof, what's she about? Oh damn, I bet you got good credit. Oh damn, I bet you got good credit. I bet, 
Oh, I bet you can cook too. Oh, God damn. Oh, you a, you a child of God? Oh, my Lord. Let me fuck your wife up real quick. <laughs> can I stretch you out? Yeah, let me, let me, let me come here. Oh, what? Um, that's the MX 90s? That's the uh, <laughs> the, the all red joints? Oh, oh, where'd you get that from? For that? Oh, for sale? Big kids? I see you, baby. I see you, dog. Bro, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. Oh. Um, oh. Like, I don't. Like, if it is super hot to see a woman um, that's in the sneakers, not just wearing sneakers, but like, you know, she's actually into them. Like, oh, nah, mm-hmm. like, I don't just have any sneakers. These are like, you know, you know, the the actual sneakers you have on. Like, these are the Chunky Monkeys or these are oh. the Reagans. These are the Tiffany's. Oh. Like, okay. All right. I see you. Like, oh, but, it's like, although, you know, they a little. I was saying, are those the Libya Kim uh, Black Force? The collab joints? Right, just oh, shout oh. out to you. Why are you trying to call out the sneakers your girl got on? <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah. Wink, wink. No, <laughs> but no, I, I agree, man. Like, that's it's very true. It is, it is attractive. Um, But why do we find that attractive? I don't know. I, I, why do we like sneakers? <sighs> Uh, one of the easiest forms of self-expression, uh, individuality, or some form of uh, uh, communal experience, uh, or just you know overall, just love, just getting fresh, or just just for the either for the love of fashion, whether it be high end, uh, low end, or whatever, wherever you may fall on that spectrum, you you just got a love for just saying, hey, my my shirt made me bummy, my pants got holes in it. But uh, you see the you see these ultra boots I got on. You see, you see the the, the one dados, <laughs> crispy, yes, crisp. Oh yeah, crispy. Yeah. How'd Shout you first get Sean. Um, and being I think it's the typical story, uh, being the the youngest of my siblings, and just seeing what they were wearing uh, from time to time, and I granted. I know I wasn't uh, the, the biggest sneakerhead as a kid, but um, I think as time went on, and I think more so into my adult years, it just it, it, I saw the value in it. Like, I, like whether it be the attention that you would get, uh, the confidence that that comes with that, and just the conversations that you have, and then more so uh, the, the the people that you you tend to hang around is is a real eclectic but intellectual and just overall interesting bunch, and 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 more and more I, I'm seeing that as as the year goes by, it's just always wanting to have something to talk about, whether you want to be or at its core you want to be like your favorite rapper or just just you just want to stand out, so something like that. How about you, sir? Yeah, nah, that's dope. Um. I think for me, I got started with um probably like a lot of people. Well, probably not like a lot of people. I got started on the internet. Um, so when I was young, like middle school, I think, mm-hmm. I used to be online on like anime forums. You know, the shit that was around like when I was a kid or in middle school, mm-hmm. like Neopets. Mm-hmm. So I was on one particular internet forum. It was like an anime uh, website called uh, Gaia Online or Go Gaia. And they had a hip hop forum, and inside this hip hop forum, it was like really popular. It was moving, like 
people on there talking about like all kind of stuff like but it was the hip-hop forum so it was dope so inside the hip-hop forum one day you know we're talking about like different artists like oh this person's whack this person's dope and that's actually how i got introduced to a lot of underground artists as well or like underground rap all all together so then one day somebody starts a like sneakers like uh, i forgot what it was called like kicks or something like that uh somebody starts a sneakers uh thread i was like all right so I'm like, why well, like, well, do well, I don't care about sneakers? So then I check it out, and I'm looking through it, and it's like people like I just saw like how proud people were of their sneakers, the outfits they came up with it, and I was like, uh-huh. yo, this is really dope. I never really took into account like I always like sneakers, of course, but I never mm-hmm. took into account how important it was to like have your sneaker game like on point, or like have sneakers you're proud of, or how you can use your sneakers as a like form of self expression. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, before that, I had already been wearing, like, cool sneakers. I wasn't, like, wearing, like, whack shit before. Like, I had always been wearing cool sneakers. I just, like, never really took into account that there was a culture around it. Mm-hmm. And um, that was in, basically from middle school on, I was, like, into sneakers. I cared about the colorways, the number, the, you know, the OGs versus the, the retros. Like, I cared about mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, um, yeah, from basically from then on out, I was into sneakers. It's beautiful. It's truly beautiful. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, like I think my first pair of sneakers was, well, yeah, I think my first pair of sneakers because my mom used to like buy me like little like Air Max and stuff like that when I was a kid. Well, mm-hmm. but I was a kid. She wanted to dress me in cute clothes and stuff like that. But those is like you know. But I think my first pair of like cool sneakers I can remember were I think they were some um, they were. 12s. Mm. No, no, no. I lied. I lied. They were 12s. <laughs> I just Googled 12s. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> come on. Come on, sir. You're better than that. Um, wait, wait, wait. Oh, they were Jordan 10s. My bad. They were Jordan 10s. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that was the first pair of sneakers I remember ever having. Like they were uh, bread tins. Okay, I think so. I'm just I'm, I think that was the colorway. I, I I think so because essentially this is what happened with them. So my next door neighbor, um, her son that was like his foot had gotten bigger, and he couldn't mm-hmm. fit like his old sneakers anymore. So he asked my mom, I "Was like, hey, do you want these sneakers? Like, um, I don't know if your son can fit them or not." And they were a little bit bigger than my feet, but mom was like, yeah, yeah, he'll take them. Like, you'll grow into them or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So I remember, like, having them, and I was like, they're free sneakers. They're, and they're cool sneakers or whatever. So I like, you know, play around in them and shit like that. So I remember one day, like, not too long after I got them, maybe even the next day, I remember taking them out. We were playing um, around the creek. And what we were doing was, like, jumping over the creek, jumping, like, uh-huh. Into the creek, we would jump like it's like a little barge thing in the middle. We would jump mm-hmm. on that and then jump over to the other side of the creek. And that's a, like how we were playing. I don't know, it's stupid, but we were doing mm-hmm. that. So we would jump, like land in the middle, and then jump to the other side. So me, like we had done it a couple of times, but then one time I jumped and my shoe fell off. Like one of my mm-hmm. shoes fell off into the creek, and I couldn't run to get it. And my mind was like, man, these are free sneakers. Like, I don't care. 
So I was like, I, and I was mad that I dropped it, but I was like, I don't care to like go get it or anything like that. So I took oh, it. So I threw the other one in there. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I might as well throw the other one in there too. <sighs> right. And I remember uh, my brother walked by and he was like, yo, what happened to your shoe? And I was like, it fell in the, um, I was like, it fell in the creek. He was like, what? He was like, maybe we can still go get it. Like, and it was like, because they were, they were Jordan 10s. So he was like, maybe we can still go get it. And I was like, nah, don't worry about it because I threw the other one in there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I'm cringing so much, but keep on. Bro, I'm cringing thinking about it. I'm like, damn, my sneaker, my sneaker, uh, my love for sneakers could have got started there if I just, you know, kept those shoes. Mm. But it's it's interesting you say that because I had a, a conversation with my girl about this. As, as far as, let's say, um, when, you, when we become parents, when, whenever that may come. Uh, and, of course, being uh, the sneakerheads that we are, I told her that, listen, that from the age of infancy up until like the end of middle school, by no way, by no means, am I going to buy my son and or daughter any J's. Like that shit is pointless because of course there's the whole thing of your, your child is just going to grow. So I'm not going to sit there and, and shell out a, a ass of money for, for you get one pair and then damn near two or three weeks later, you can't wear the shit no more. Like I, I don't, I couldn't understand the concept of how people, regardless of how much money you got, you getting it and you buy J's for toddlers. Like that is stupid to me. Like that makes no sense. Like you, you just shut out all that money for nothing. So no. And then I told her, I was like, yeah, so for, for my child or children, we're definitely going to go down the route of getting you familiar with your new balances, with your, 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 your superstar Adidas or your, your um forces or air max or whatever we're not gonna i'm not gonna graduate you to fucking jordans or anything higher than that or on that type of level at that age because it's just it's pointless it makes no sense and plus i need to see how responsible you are because it it would break my heart to have my 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 son and or daughter or my children uh reenact a story like you just told me like i would have a whole breakdown and just lose it like it's like have the whole uh you may see children when they're having a throwing a tantrum in a store and they do like that death drop of just crying like i would literally do that in front of my children like how could you like my whole world would just shatter if i see my, my, my son and her daughter do something like that like I, I couldn't bring myself to do it so but yeah yeah man yeah I was a dumb kid bro <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah 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 uh you, you're gonna be and then more so it's, it's one of those things where uh, it would be good practice on my part of of learning what i'm learning now as far as don't just don't just match uh your sneakers to your shoe i mean your sneakers to your clothes do it where you can uh complement uh the looks yeah. whether your colorways or what have you and just and then more so don't be a hype beast like nah like yeah your friends got jays that's nice, but uh, you you about to uh, show off these uh, like I said these superstars or these NMDs real quick and and put that together with a fresh outfit and and you're gonna get used to doing that because when the time comes, I mean it'll be nothing for you. You already have you you already will establish your own individuality. And when it comes to Jay, you'll be like, I can get them, 
I don't necessarily need them. They're, they're like, that's not going to be the thing where it's like, oh man, I got to get these new joints. It's like, nah, nah, that's, that's cool. It's like, mm, big deal. So it's whatever. But that's that's uh, the glimpse at uh, a, a young uh, Mike Turner as a parent making yeah. those trick calls. Yeah, that's that doesn't sound. Yeah, man, I've always been of the uh, of the beliefs like kids don't care about sneakers at a young age just because obviously mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to be one of those parents that just dresses their kids like adults. So I probably wouldn't buy my kids cool sneakers. Like mm-hmm. if they were like the most like you know logical option, like I would. But I'm probably not just gonna like. I don't want to be that head ass family where everybody got matching concords. Oh, please don't be that family. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Because it, it it may look, it may look good in the picture for now, but like I said, two weeks from there. Uh, Daddy, I, I can't wear my shoes anymore. They're tight on my feet. Well, fuck. Well, toes coming off. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, nigga, what you going to do about it? <laughs> it's like I be like one of those like rise and grind niggas with my son. My son never comes to me talking about my shoes too tight. I'm like, well, you need to get out there and hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that, that that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, matter of fact, matter of fact, that just that just brought me to the thought because you were talking about uh, your first pair, and I remember my first pair of dare I say cool uh, sneakers were, of course Jordans, and that this was high school, and I think it was on my very first trip to New York, and I think it was a Nike town up there, and I saw a pair of Elevens, and I wish I knew remember the name for them, but. Um, it was like a faux snakeskin, like a navy blue and black snakeskin around that patent leather part. And I remember wearing them motherfuckers to death. You couldn't tell me cash shit. Now, regardless, of course, I didn't know shit about sneaker maintenance and keeping them clean. Or if yeah. I did, it was just whatever shit out of champs and I was spraying them with. But it was I was fucking up the bristles more than anything as far as cleaning it, though. But, bro, I... I I wore them shits till the damn wheels fall off on them, and I love them shits. And I, I think they just got re-released. I think it was about two years ago, and I thought about getting them, but I was like, just 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 for the just for the culture. But I was like, nah, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna leave them be. Plus, plus, there's a whole nother pair that that I hold near and dear. Like, especially when I finally, uh, like I said, it, it, in my, my early 20s when, you know, making my own money and I just really wanted to get into uh, the, the sneaker culture. And I think my, my my the one that I hold so near and dear is my playoff 13s. Like, I, I love them so much because I just like same way like I treated those uh those 11s. I, I, it just it, it fit well with so many of my looks at the time. And it was just it, matter of fact. I remember I was in a strip club one night at a uh, at a uh, fantasies, and <laughs> um, it was one stripper that I was talking to. Uh, I think her name was Tokyo, but either way, I was posted up at the bar. No, excuse me, I was posted up at the stage. I was on my phone, just minding my own business, of, of course not tipping in typical Mike Turner fashion. And um, girl walked up on me, and um, she like she saw what I was wearing. She's like, "Hello, uh, the playoff 13s? I was like, "Yeah." I was like, oh yeah, it's like yeah. I just I just got the it was at the Oreo eights that just came out. I was like, oh yeah, no, was it Oreo four or Oreo eights? Oreo I think it was eight. Wait, oh yeah, I think it was Oreo fives. But anyway, I just remember she, I remember she said uh, Oreos, and I was like, oh word. And you know she she was 
pretty much going back and forth talking about how she uh i guess when she's not stripping her side hustle was restoring sneakers and this that and the third and then she has the i think she's like the i guess so I, don't know, I think she was either the plug for something or she whenever there were big releases she can jump line at certain stores to, to secure her pair and do such and such and such and i was like oh that's what's up and so literally for a whole uh 15 20 minutes i'm having a whole conversation with a stripper about sneakers and it was a beautiful conversation and i was like damn and that's why i love going to strip clubs and just having conversations and not tipping because you you learn some of the most interesting effects yeah bro it's I, like, I, I, it's I like when i found out that, that i was sorry about that I definitely know her, <laughs> but you're oh, that, that story sounds one hundred percent accurate too. Yeah, and then once again, granted she was a stripper, whatever. She just became that more attractive because she was that knowledgeable about sneakers. And I was like, man, I am now intrigued, man. Tell me about your life, please. So, I encourage it so much. Yeah, no, nah. cool chick. Yeah, man, you meet the you meet the coolest people, um, in the sneaker world. Like when mm-hmm. you find out somebody else like sneakers, it like it, it's a, for some reason it feels like you know something about their personality and the type of person they are. Like let's say imagine like that little quiet white girl at work, right? It's like y'all don't really mm-hmm. talk, and then you know whatever, and then one day she just shows up with like some, I don't know, like some MF Doom SB Dunks one day. I'm like oh shit, mm-hmm. what? what's that? Mm-hmm. Well, yo, you're <laughs> you know. Like now, y'all got a conversation to have. It's like, oh no, you know, I got these back when I was in eighth grade. I got like a thousand more. (laughs) Right, you just find out. Though I think the worst type of person to meet, um, aside from like just a general like hype beast, is the Mm -hmm. person that's a casual sneakerhead, right? A person that's not like super loud about it, but they got like a crazy collection. The person that has all the money, but like, you know. It's like they, they, have, they have money to buy dope sneakers, but they're not like loud about it. So it's like, oh no, 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 no! I just no, nah, I bought these chunky nunkies. My man just kind of dropped them off for me. Like, talk, yeah. about, talk, talk about talk about what you mean? They're the worst. Are you, that sounds like jealousy, sir. Because you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I mean, because oh no, 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 not necessarily jealousy. It's just they're the worst because it's like, dang man, like everybody else be loud about these sneakers. <laughs> you're just kind of <laughs> like, or you're like the like okay, so. Think of it like the times like you're downtown or something like that and you're kicking it. And it's like it's somebody that has on like some really dope sneakers that you something you would want. But they're kind of just like mm-hmm. rocking it very casually, like extremely casually. It's like, nah, bro, I just they're just sneakers to me. Like it's like you matter got the fact, shoes, but you don't really matter, appreciate the shoes. Matter of fact, matter the uh, the last time I was in, at the alley. And uh, I was leaving out, and I saw a dude walk in with his chick, and he had the um, the off white uh, Jordan ones. But them shits clearly, it looked like he's been wearing them shits to death. Yeah. And I was matter of fact, I was I was nudging uh, a uh, shower about it. I was like, "Hey, that's that's Jordan ones." I'm like, "Damn, why the fuck they look so goddamn dirty, sir?" I was like, "Man, you supposed to just bring them out every once in a while. You ain't supposed to just be wearing them every fucking day." I'm like, it was just all dirty around like a little lettering on the inside of the foot. And I mean, granted, I understand this stuff. It was supposed to be the whole de- deconstructed look, though, but it just, eh, that shit looks so warm. Bro, that's, that, again, that's, that's why I say they are the worst. Cause it's like, okay, you probably, you probably do have a closet full of sneakers, but you don't like, like, you don't give a shit. <laughs> like, they're just all shoes to you. You just had the money to buy them, so you did. It's like, oh my, mm. oh my favorite pair, like those, uh, 
those, you know, the black and red ones, the patent leather ones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, please. I've been dying to tell the story for so long. (laughs) Yeah, we should. Okay, so in post, we should play. Oh, God. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not not saying just play the clip. I'm saying we should. We should play the clip like after our conversation about it. Like, oh yeah, oh you know, my that's... god, oh, okay. My... All right, so ladies and gentlemen, and I was going to try to transition into that by asking the question: uh, Can we? Is there such thing? Could the sneaker community be a toxic community? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you heard what I was just saying. Like, yeah, I'm mad at people that pre- that just wear shoes as shoes and not know the fucking lore behind them. So yeah, no, without a doubt. Or or, or say things that is is. Or, or just or just not knowledgeable in because all right so for for, for sneakerheads like oh dare I, I want to call myself sneaker I just like say I'm a sneaker enthusiast so as a enthusiast uh, as we are that we you know we, we have a, a fondness and appreciation for it and of course you know we, we may not know everything about it but we have a general knowledge base and if somebody like us asks you what you got on and you, you just say it's whatever and you're just wrong we we're better at not coming off as pretentious and and so but sometimes some way we may roast and just look at you real funny and it's you got to forgive us but it's it just is what it is so the story we're referencing is it was once again going back to one of my favorite listeners Mr. Rajan for for the Real Talk uh podcast we got invited uh the top well excuse me, at the end of last year to come and speak on you know end of year topics and whatever and <laughs> there was a uh, particular part in the, in this interview that um, somehow, some way, we started talking about sneakers. And I believe the it was the bread and levers that dropped. And um, um, uh, the host didn't know. He was just pretty much just saying uh, uh, he just bought his son a pair. And, of course, naturally, me and Byron were like, yeah, he was like, "Oh, which one'd you get? The the was it the the was it?" He said, "The the the Elevens." We was like, "Oh, which kind? The patent leather ones." I was told that the look on my face had such the smugness and smartassness that you can immediately see me formulating something real like a barb to say. But granted, we were in in his house, and I didn't want to disrespect him. But Byron, what what did you say? You know, it was a knee jerk reaction. <laughs> it was almost like <laughs> the patent leather was get out, bro. <laughs> sir, sir, get out. You told the man in his own house, get out. <laughs> no, come on. That's <laughs> oh not so, what it was. But, 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 but once again, in all fairness, he was, he kept it real with us. He was like, listen, I'm not a sneakerhead like that. So it's like when I see a pair and that I like, I'm going to get them. And, they, and especially if they're on discount and whatever, whatever. Once again, uh, naturally, uh, I started looking down and was seeing what's on his feet. And he, he he took off his sneaker, he put it up, and he was showing it to us. And it was, let's just say it was some red Nikes. And he forgot what pair he was calling it. And the look on both of Byron and I's faces was like, that's not for shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, 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 what were you saying? Nike, Nike Patriots. What, what like what I, were they? Yeah, um, I guess. 
it was some high, it was some Nike high that I just couldn't. I was like, yeah, those aren't dunk highs, but but yeah, those aren't forces, and those aren't even mids or highs, but bro, weren't they? They were like the Nikes that say like Nike on the back of them. They weren't, um, like they say like Nike on like over the back of. I forgot what those are called, man. Yeah, it's. I just, I just know that I, I wouldn't have those on my feet, but that's, that's just me. Once again, if that sounds pretentious, I, please forgive me, please forgive me. And uh, Mr. Rajan, we, we, we're sorry if we came off like assholes in your house. We please forgive us. We, we didn't mean it. Just know we come from a place of love, and this is just where, where we are with just knowledge of things. So if it came off wrong, we're so deeply sorry. But still, it was a funny ass story too. For real. Was, man, was that toxic? Mike. Yeah, yes. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Damn, damn. I still have another fresh wound. Hey, he he had on the shattered <laughs> backboards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we'll, go with that. we'll go with that. He had yeah, on the shattered we'll backboards. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was. Th- thank you once again for inviting us uh, to your platform, and we 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 definitely appreciate the experience. So, but uh, nah, yeah, it's always great to uh, be with a. Uh, with Rajan working on a project or starting uh being a part of this podcast. I've been I was actually a part of his podcast a number of times. Um well his podcast and oh, then yeah. yeah, I've been on his podcast a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As we said before, we do like toxic for now. So yeah, man. Um but now nah, the the thinker community can be extremely toxic, man. Like sheesh. Um do you? What's your opinion on uh, fake shoes? Uh, I don't want them on my feet. I really don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I, on, well, okay. What's your opinion on with other people that have fake shoes? Um, I'm I'm kind of torn. I I understand the concept of uh, faking it till you make it, and more so if you if you didn't know that they were fake, if you genuinely didn't know, then I can have some sympathy and understand, but. And hopefully I'm not contradicting myself on this. But if you're actively doing it, then I'm just gonna say you're a piece of shit for that. Like, bruh, just there's plenty of other sneakers out there. Just, just you, there's plenty of other ways to be fly. You don't have to have the number one thing just to be fresh to be unique. That there's thousands and millions of sneakers out there. Like, dude, you you don't you don't have to have the 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 what the dunks. Like, sir, it's it's fine. You, you you don't you don't have to have them. You, once again, you, you don't have to have any off white pairs, sir. Uh, you don't have to have any Travis Scott collabs. You don't have to have any fear guys, sir. There's plenty of other things you can wear just to be fresh, or just save your money up, just grind and get your money together. You you don't have to have those fake pairs because if you're walking around in them, and let's say if you're out, matter of fact, let's say you're at a sneaker gala, and of course everybody's uh, at their freshes, everybody's just having a good time or whatever, whatever. And you, you come in with, um, let's say the uh, the 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 off white women fours that came out earlier this year, and they're fake as shit. And as you're walking or dancing or having a good time, uh, the back of that uh, foot start talking, or some of the seams start busting around the toe box. Sir, you you deserve uh, the roasting of your life. You deserve allowed what are those you would deserve every finger being pointed at your foot and the laughter that will ensue because you shouldn't have done that dumb shit stop it you're once again 
Don't take shit in the bathrooms and have your pants down the chair. You're better than that. Stop it. Don't do that. Please. Well, Mike, there's there's three different levels of uh three different types of fakes though. Like, or at least Go I ahead. Believe, right. So you have um you have fakes, right? Fakes are mm-hmm. like uh well, okay, or imitation. Um imitation fakes, right? So you have those are the shoes that were made in the image <laughs> of a more popular shoe, right? So mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like these are Yeezys, but it says like Queasy on the side or something like that. You know, like they're they're Jordans, but they say like you know they don't, they got a man like eating soup <laughs> on the label. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's you thought it was Nike, you thought it was a Nike swoosh, but it's actually a check mark. It's like it's not. It's, it's it, those are, those are like. Those are imitation fakes, right? Um, Instead of the jump man, it's just a nigga doing layup. Right. It's just <laughs> he ain't even jumping. He doing like flat foot. <laughs> this is the the square up, square uh, like square up shoulders and point the elbow, right. and then she he's taking a charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, but but um, so you so you got that? You got the imitation fakes. And then you have the replicas. The replicas are where they basically just take the same material as the shoe, and they um, they take the same material as the shoe, and they make their own shoe. Usually, like these are the ones you see in like sweatshops or people making them at home. They take they mm-hmm. try to take, try to take the same material or stuff material that looks like it, um, and try to make the shoe. And like usually you see it, they have small inaccuracies or like little small things off. Those are the ones you usually see in the like. Can I get a legit check on these shoes to make sure if they're real or not? And it's like, oh no, the stitching's off or something like that. Those are the replicas, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, you got duplicates. Duplicates is the literal shoe. It's the it's a it's a one on one one to one copy of the actual shoe. Um, mm-hmm. Either that's made by somebody that literally has the material that the shoe is made out of and puts the shoe together based on the exact specifications that the shoes are made in or they literally mm-hmm. just come out of their like they're like extra shoes that are made in that are being made in the factory or something like that and they're people like selling them out the back door so mm. so the three levels right so i think of course of course one i think you were you were probably talking about um it's not like the you were talking about well you okay mm-hmm. you were talking about the the whole okay gotcha the the foo-foo shoes yes mm-hmm. Yes. So that's the most common ones we see, right? I think, but then the the less common ones we see, we probably see them more often than we really do. They just, like, we can't tell they're fake. So I ask, and I've never bought any, well, I can't say I never bought any, but I don't own any replicas at all. So all the shoes I have are 100% legit. Um, nothing foo-foo about the shoes I have, right? Mm-hmm. But what's wrong with someone owning fakes? Like I said, just it's just the the, the principle of it. You're 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 better than that. You you don't have to do that. Like you you really don't. But, okay, here's an argument. Here's an argument. And this is me, like just really like just being curious, um, because I, I wouldn't buy. Them. <laughs> but mm-hmm. let's say someone says I can. It's literally the same shoe. It looks the same. No one can or no one can tell the difference. But it's cheaper, or and mm-hmm. I can actually get my okay. It's cheaper. Go ahead. Oh yeah. And and then I'm knowingly, consciously making the effort to go do it. Yeah. 
it, and I hate to cop out by saying it all really depends on the individual, but for me, like if I have to go through that much trouble to to buy a replica of something that I really want, or let's let's say it's the uh the um remember those Asics that I really wanted? It was the the uh, that that Tokyo trio pack. It was the um yeah. the what you call it, Rose. Like I have such love for for the culture and that sneaker. I can't disrespect that sneaker and myself by doing that. It's like, nah, it's, it's either I'm going to have the money now to buy the these authentic pair or just not do it at all. Just uh, just just leave it be. It's just it's going to be there. It's like, hey, when I get my money right or if I have enough disposable income, then I I'll I'll go on StockX and go cop it or go and go go cop it, but it's like I said, that that's just me. I I can't speak for everybody else. Understood, man. I get it like for me personally, the biggest problem I would have with it, like if I ever bought a pair, I would just feel, I wouldn't feel the same level of satisfaction. Like there's a level of satisfaction you get or sense of, uh, I wouldn't even say accomplishment, but it's a level of satisfaction you get when a limited release drops and you really want it and you actually get mm-hmm. it. Like it's mm-hmm. not just click buy. And you put it in your cart and then, you know, it's on the way to you in two to five business days. Like, no, mm-hmm. it's waking up early in the morning. It's like having multiple computer screens open on different devices, yes. having your yes. gift card or your credit card ready to go. Um, yes. It's trying to beat the bots. It's trying to basically like beat out the odds to beat the bots. It's about winning that, like entering into a secret raffle that no one else knew about. Um, Right. It's about like, knowing knowing a plug or getting to the like standing in line for them having a plug like even having a plug that's a that still gives you some level of satisfaction um maybe not as much standing in line but there's a process to do it and that how you got these sneakers like every pair of sneakers you've got um if you've ever watched like anybody's like sneaker collection or or what have you notice every sneaker they pick up they have a story about how they got them oh you know it's never like, oh, nigga, I just bought them off Alibaba and it was on the way to the five business day. Like, nah. <laughs> like, they have a story. Like, you know, like I was like I was dry for so long, and then I remember I just I, I entered into a raffle and I hit or something like that. Or it's like you know, but it, or it's I stood in line for two hours, three hours, four hours. I stood in line like twenty four hours to get these shoes. You know, like or I was gonna say prime example. When I got those uh, those uh, Jordan Six, the Travis Scott collabs, literally just getting on sneaker app for the first time because I, I I would hear stories and folk winning and whatever whatever. And also, this is around the time where I'm really getting more and more invested in the sneaker culture, and I'm understanding about resale value and, and how these are hyped and 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 whatever what have you. And I was like, man, you know what? And then just like you said having that whole story of waking up on a Saturday morning, making sure I got all my shit together before 10 o'clock and trying to go whether I'm hitting or not. So no, going into buying my sixes and, and I remember cause yeah, cause I think they dropped on that uh, Friday. Um, and literally staying up late that uh, the morning before, excuse me, the night before making sure that I have my phone set up right. Or I have my stuff set up on my laptop, whether it be my personal or work laptop, just like, no, I gotta, I gotta make sure I got, I'm I'm, I'm on time. I'm literally watching YouTube videos, trying to find strategies of just saying, uh, make sure, you know, your mouse is here when the stream goes, or there's going to be a countdown in the sneaker app for 15 minutes prior. So make sure you're ready and literally doing 
all of that shit. And when the time came, I was able to get to it and make sure that I had uh, my, I was logged into the account and making sure that it had uh, size 12 selected and literally purchased, saw the thing, said it was pending and I'm just sitting there waiting. And I think either I was just coming out of a meeting or something and I was sitting in my cube and I just had my uh, my email up and I saw the, the payment that came up, the PayPal payment. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh no! Matter of fact, no. I think I got uh, the the Nike notification first, and I was like, "Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit!" I was like, "But no, let me, let me not get excited because I know it. I know it's real." As soon as I get the PayPal email, and lo and behold, like about 10, 15 minutes later, it came through, and I'm literally in my cube doing the money dance, like, "Oh, got these bitches, got them, got them!" And that joy, that excitement that came from that 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 was such a such a, a human, beautiful experience, and. Like I said, I want everybody, it's, regardless if you are sneakerhead and you just want to get into sneaker culture, I want you to have that same feeling. I want you to experience that level of joy. So um, I think with, with that thought, that brings me back to as far as uh, well, women and sneakerheads. I'm, I'm thinking about one person in particular, How, and I'm not going to tell too much of a business, but let's just say she's getting her life back. And she wants to, I guess she's in a space right now where uh, I think she just got a doctorate. And she, of course, she she's grown ass woman, uh, has her own well-established and, and the whole nine. And she's just looking for things to, I guess, to, to find that happiness or just find hobbies to get into. And I recommend it to her is to get into sneakers because just like as we've been talking about, it's going to bring you around some of the most interesting of people, people from all walks of life, whether it be educators, engineers, uh, they have doctors, uh, nurses, uh, uh, contractors, IT, whatever. And they, they will bring such a unique and interesting perspective, not only on sneakers, but just to life, because in order so to, to get fresh, dare I say, it it comes with a level of creativity and you're going to you need to have that type of uh, trait, dare I say, inside of your person just to say, all right, I know I can piece this together with that and so on and so forth. It's almost like it's like putting together a puzzle and making sure that everything in the puzzle fits. So when you have people like that, of course, like I said, they're intellectual. They they could even they 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 you will have some of the most best conversations with them in life. And then at the same time, too, that will also, and I was trying to explain to her, that will also help you find the, the next guy for you because immediately you can tell by what's on his feet and you can listen to his conversations. If he's a type of person that says stuff, it's like, yeah, you know, I just I just got J's. I just love J's, such such J's. Like, that's the type of nigga you don't need to be around because he's a hype beast and he don't know shit. He doesn't, his, his, his taste, his palate is not uh, defined. It's not saying that you can't have Jordans. But, you know, if we try some Asics, if we try some Adidas, if we try some uh, Air Maxes or just just or try some New Balances. If you can, it, if it's, well, I think the point I'm trying to make, he's not a, the, the, the true sneakerhead is not a one trick pony. So there's some type of diversity to him. So and then also the, the, the piece come that comes with that is bringing back to the whole thing of I think it was she was wearing some sneakers off a friend of hers. And um, I think around this time, too, I think where she was working at, I think for her whole garb and dress, it was kind of real. No offense to her. It was kind of bland and there's nothing really exciting or simulating about it. But just one particular day, she wore some new sneakers and she just noticed that people were starting to check her out. I think it was like something like all pink or whatever. But 
it, it started drawing some of the, some dope attention to her. And she really liked that and enjoyed it. I was like, yeah, that's that comes with the sneaker culture. It's like it, especially if it's something different and it's something that stands out. It it doesn't have to be the most expensive thing. Is as long as that it complements you, it's fresh, it's dope, and it's interesting, then yeah, you're good to go. That's just some dope yeah. shit, sir. Yeah. I I like how um being in the sneakers, it helps you um um it really helps you uh kind of develop your fashion sense oh, a yeah. lot more. Um, and, and when you like learn, cause when you buy different sneakers, of course, when you are, when you are, like you say, if you're a person that just buys quote unquote J's and that's the thing you buy, like you're probably not a person who's like really going to respect like the fashion sense, the uh, like, or respect sneakers from a fashion, fashion standpoint. But when you like get into like sneakers and the sneaker culture, you learn something, um, that was really, that I feel like is really important, um, for me to learn as I got older. Um, cause when I was in high school, of course, I liked sneakers back then, but I mm-hmm. wasn't as deep in the culture or like wise enough to be mature enough, um, mature enough in the culture to realize that you shouldn't dress from the foot up. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I feel like that's something like when you're in high school and when you're young, you know, you wear bright colors, you wear tacky shit. It's like that's mm-hmm. how you dress. Like you dress from the foot up. And you're like, all right, so whatever I put on, gotta match my shoes. Everything gotta match my shoes. If, I, if I'm course, wearing blue shoes, I got a blue shirt. If I'm wearing red shoes, I need a red shirt, white shoes, need the white shirt. And that's that's how that's how you dress. And like getting older and learning more about like color blocking and like which colors complement each other, like you were saying, like you really learn how to like instead make your your sneakers are just like a compliment to your outfit or sometimes mm-hmm. your sneakers and somehow I don't know like there's almost no rules and there no particular rules to it just don't dress from the foot up you know because sometimes it's like you have sneakers that you know you just put them on like with an outfit and it's like damn this is dope none of this stuff is even like remotely the same color and it's like I think the first time you realize you could put together outfit that where everything isn't like the same matching colors but it still mm-hmm. looks dope at that point, that's that it takes everything, your fashion to a whole new level. Matter of fact, uh, the, the the one picture that comes into mind that I, I was so proud of um, that really hits home with that thought was the fact of that picture that I had that uh, me and Shari took. And I was wearing that gray New Balance uh, sweatshirt with some black jeans and those uh, New Balance X racers. And that picture, that shit was so ambitious for me because, for one, I have never worn yellow sneakers a day in my life. But yeah. the fact is that when I saw them, it was just something about them that was just so interesting. So I was like, okay, I'm kind of I'm learning colors now. So just like you said, as far as blocking them together, and I think colors like yellow and gold really complement a lot of looks. So I was like, and then of course, uh, black being a color that goes with anything is definitely going to work. And then the fact that I'm wearing a gray sweatshirt, it's a it's a neutral color. So with the whole knot, it just blends together. And I have these sneakers, the, these yellow sneakers on that pop. They're going to get your attention one way or another. And the fact that they're not ugly looking, they're definitely fresh. So it was it was it it, it really did a lot for me. That's why I mean, for more reasons than one, I was getting a lot of uh, there was a big smile on my face. And then uh, this may be slightly narcissistic now granted i think when the picture was posted it was more so it was like a birthday shout out to to shari but the fact is that as she was getting happy birthdays there was definitely a fair share of people like hey man what's some sneakers you got on your feet man i like them like damn those sneakers fresh as hell i was like yeah man i know i know but 
you know, this picture ain't about me though. It's, it's about us. But but thank you though. I know them shits were fresh. Please look at them. Please look at them. Yeah, those are those are hard. Those shits is hard. So, but no, like, like I said, it's it's little stuff like that, and that that, and I was proud of that because that just showed my growth that I'm actually I'm learning now, and then being more ambitious with not only my colors, just trying different brands. Because um, I think I remember when like I would never in this day. Uh, never in my life would I thought that I would be buying Asics just to wear if it outside of just running in whatever, like actually wearing them on a casual basis. And I got to thank uh, Action Bronson for that because I think it was on whatever interview that I saw him in, and just the way he was wearing them and just talking about them, I'm like, yeah, I I think I can buy that too. I mean, I think I can rock that look too. And I literally remember it was the um. The ASIC Tiger Gel Light uh, MTs that I bought. It was like a black and a camel color to it. Well, excuse me, black and a fatigue color to it. And I think it was, I wore those when I went to the roof picnic and I, I, shit, you couldn't tell me nothing out there. And then now, even more so, um, I dare I say my favorite pair is just to walk around with, just to be different, is the uh, Gel Light 3s. Because I remember going back to uh, another picture I posted on, on my, my social media. Was just uh, the shirt of that the, the look of where I was wearing the uh, the the Nats jersey with um, the denim jeans and one of my July threes and I, just that split tongue look just looks dope as hell because it's so unique. Not not everybody well it's either not everybody knows about Asics, but let alone just seeing that. So just the compliments that I was getting either in my inbox or just by the homies like yo those are dope. So just it's little stuff like that 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 I, that I that I'm trying to shoot for just to be just to be different just to have my own identity to be like yeah you you can have your you can have your Jordans you can have your high end shit but no I'm I'm gonna rock these and I'm gonna still be fresh with it too because I know how to put it together so nah I like that man um, nah that's a uh, I don't know man like every I'm part of like a lot of online sneaker well I say I'm a part of I lurk. Um, but online sneaker uh, communities, specifically on Reddit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Reddit, we have like our sneakers and our streetwear um, where, you know, folks are actually talking about like this is what I wore today, his sneakers I wore today, stuff like that. And it's a lot of a, some of it or a lot of it is like inspo. It's supposed to be like inspiration for, hey, here's how you can like put together some of your outfits or here's like. Mm-hmm how I wore these particular shoes or like here's some colors I found good that go well with them. Here's how I swapped out the laces to make them like mesh well. Mm. You mm. know, and like yeah. I, I I love like for anything I, I want to wear, I always go online and, and try to find some inspiration from places like that. Um I don't have any like specific like uh folks I go after no blogs or like YouTube vlogs or anything like that. But specifically mm-hmm. I always like to go on our sneakers and our streetwear. Just to, you know, look for some some fashion inspiration. Gotcha, gotcha. And then of course, uh the 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 me equivalent to that is uh faithfully tuning in to uh full size run. It's like that's that's to to anyone that's looking into to get in this, in the sneaker culture, like I said, as you were saying, I would uh, recommend uh, you know, just invest in time, go in and check out blogs, uh check out your Reddits, or even go on YouTube. There's a lot of dope uh content out there. Uh, surrounded by not only just fashion, just sneakers too. So, like I said, full size run with uh, Matt Welty, uh, <laughs> Brendan Dunn, and Trinidad James. Like they're, they're sneakerheads. And then, and for me, of course, when you say Trinidad James, you think I'll go everything. But then you find out too, uh, he's definitely just big in the fashion like that. Now, granted, 
there's a lot of shit that he's put together that's been very ambitious that I wouldn't do, but I get it because once again, it's it's the, the the color blockings that he will put together that like or just no just, rules, no rules, and you got to respect it. And I and then the more so that I learned from him the the important well matter of fact him people like KJ and some other folks I learned the importance of uh, accessories whether it be pins whether it be your hats or whether it be little wristbands or watches whatever those little those little pieces of flair that, that definitely helps that can make an outfit <laughs> the, the, 30, the 30 pieces of flair that, that can make your outfit look fresh as hell so I like that a little stuff like that matter of fact there's just someone, there's something else I'm forgetting as far as uh, more content to go because it feels like we it feels like man we, we, we can we can really talk all day about it but is there is there any other recommend matter of fact matter of fact matter of fact before I even get into that let's pause for the cause we've been talking y'all heads off a little bit Let's pause for the cause. Let's pay some bills, and then we'll start right back up and just do some new shit. So maybe maybe some shit that will help you as a being that some stuff to look out for. You can learn from our pitfalls and shit like that. So we'll we'll, we'll get back to that in a minute. So yeah, you gotta buy new sneakers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, what's good, Brody? Ain't nothing, boy. What's good with you, bro? Happy to see you. <laughs> hey, uh, what's that smell? What? I don't smell anything. Uh, hell no. Don't worry about it. My nose been acting funny all day, but anyway, bruh. You ready to head to the spot? I heard the gas is out there tonight. Oh yeah, bro. It's, you already see I'm dressed and ready to go. Uh, yeah, but um, no offense, but didn't you wear that the uh, last time we went out? And I think the time before that. Bro, I'm taking all the offense, bro. This outfit is fresh. Yeah, I wore it last time, but it's it's comfortable. I mean, I washed it. Oh, oh, okay. All right, All right. whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Matter of fact, I'm gonna pour me up a drink real quick. Um, once again, not to be offensive, but uh, don't you think it's about time to get a couch, down my G? Because uh, these hoes ain't fucking. If you still, they still see that you got loud shares and shit. Once again, no offense, bruh. All the offense, nigga. These hoes out here fucking regardless. Whatever you say, dude. But oh, speaking of hoes, um, I remember last time that I saw you, you had um nice little John out there, which is she was he was all in her ears, she was all laughing, giggling and shit, bro. What what happened with that one? Bro, so let me tell you about this, bro. I mean, so basically you saw us kicking at the joint. So let's see, got our number and everything. Obviously, that was easy. Um, mm-hmm. Then I hit her up probably what, the next weekend. It's like, let's link. And she was mm-hmm. like, for sure. She's just like, oh, let's go to this, like, this little dope Italian spot I found downtown. I was like, downtown, I can cook at home, to be honest. I'm like, that, that's why I had two um, dollar signs on it. on 
Google. So I was like, nah, 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 I can cook at home. I got food at the crib. So, you know, I wanted to show her my chef skills and stuff like that. So I invited her over, um, you know, uh, you know, I splurged on it and got a little bottle of Stella Rosa or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, how, you know how I do, bro. So I mean, um, I mean I'm sure it says Stella Rosa, but I just yeah. see nothing but Taylor ports in here. But yeah, I'm bro. sorry. I mean, don't mind me. I mean, you know, it's all the same. But so, you know me, I got busy in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, bro. You know what I did, bro. Made it some of my signature, you know, chicken Alfredo. Jeez, bro. You know, that shit delicious. Definitely stretch, go a long way. And, you know, the hoes love it. So I made her a little bit of that. You know, we drank some wine, kind of talked about it. She didn't really eat that much. Now I think about it. Um, And then, like, I ain't heard from her since. So, man, you know, how, you know how these girls be hungry, bro. They just want to come out and get a free yeah. meal and then be on about it, man. So Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. man. Hey, hey, hey. Look at me real quick. Yo. Are you broke? What? Me broke? Bro, I just told y'all splurged on the Celerosa and all that. Bro, hell no, I ain't broke. Bro, 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 hold up. Hold on. Stand right there. Bro. Hold up. Jeez, bro. Oh, damn, nigga. You are broke. Nah, damn, on. I know I smell broke when I walk in here. Damn, nigga. Nah, nigga, you ain't gonna do me like that. Nah, bro. I ain't bro, bro how, how long, hey, how long has it been? Like, for real? Bro. I am telling you, I am not broke, bro. I'm not broke. Matter of fact, don't don't even walk towards me, man. Because I I heard that shit is contagious, man. Just 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 stay right there, please. Don't no no don't no oh, shit. My damn bro. skin is itching, bro. I am not broke, bro. Yo, bro. You my nigga, and I love you. I hate to do this, bro. Bruh. Yo. Yo. I, yo. I'm yo, I'm so yo, I'm I'm so sorry. I bruh, you broke. Yeah, yo, chill. I, I can't I can't have that around me, man. You yeah, bro, bro, just hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, bro, bro. Chill, 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 chill. Yeah, yo, we bro. was gonna go out too, bro. No, I, I can't no. No. Yo, yeah, yo, 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 listen, 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 bro. Bro, I'm not broke. I'm not broke, bro. I'm telling you. Look look me in my eyes, bro. I'm not broke. I'm looking. I'm looking. Listen, bro. Bro, you know me. You know me. I've known you since third grade, bro. I know. Yeah, bro, we I know. In school, bro. I know. SKFU, Bulldogs, bro. What's up? Like we're yeah. in school, bro. Like I'm not broke. <laughs> but yo, yo, but I, yo, just cover me this one last time. That's it. That's it, bro. That's it. It's the last time. God. <laughs> no. 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 Hey, my name is Kamar Galloway, and I'm a proud supporter of the Children of the Internet podcast. One out of every four Americans experience some form of temporary brokenness, but another one out of every four die tragically due to prolonged and enabled brokenness. Yeah, I know. Confucius once said, in the position of wealth and honor, he does what is proper to a position of wealth and honor. Now in a poor and low position, he does what is proper to a poor and low position. The legendary African-American wordsmith, the notorious B.I.G., is quoted as saying, fuck bitches, get money. I say all that to say, don't be broke, guys. Don't be broke. God bless. And remember, black lives matter. Now back to the show. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, thanks to that sponsor. Shout out to them. Um, thank you for helping us keep money in our pockets to buy shoes. <laughs> you know what? We forgot to. Uh, I, I wanted to start off the, the episode in one way, but we kind of did, though. But um, not just sneakers. Like, what is your earliest just. Matter of fact, what is your earliest school clothes memory? Sheesh. I don't think I. Hmm. Like first day of school clothes? Yeah. Or or just either first day of that first week or whatever. Hmm. Bro, every outfit, every first day of school outfit I can think of is like trash. Like <laughs> they're all terrible. <laughs> but you you didn't say that when you got them. You know, no, I didn't. I did. But <laughs> no, I can't think of any dope. First day of school outfits. I mean, there were. I remember wearing one fit. It wasn't mm-hmm. even cool. It was like these. Um, I was wearing like an orange polo. I wore these shorts, jean shorts actually, that had mm-hmm. like some orange attachment to it on the sides, and then I wore some. Um, what sneakers did I wear? I think they were superstars, some white superstars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first day of school outfit, Jesus. and this is, I think Jesus. This is high school, bro. Oh, and this is probably <laughs> middle. This is probably middle school, middle school, probably. It, either way, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ, indeed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the I can't think of any outfit in particular, but but. And this is we're about to go deep into South Carolina history on this one. Uh, the way that uh, my mother and father did for me, and especially I remember around those uh, elementary school days. Um, are you familiar with the town of Santee? I am. Okay. For those that don't know, it's right there outside of Orangeburg, about a good 10, 15 minutes uh, down the road from it. So in the town of Santee, there is a shopping center that's there. And faithfully, around whether it be the top of the school year or be the first semester, second semester of uh, uh, of my uh, of my youth, uh, mommy and daddy was definitely taking me out there to to go get me the finest of uh, bugle boy jeans and the finest of duckhead t shirts. Oh yes, I was styling the fuck out of them shits. What, what and yeah. Like I said, there's there's like if, if you're on 95 going uh, going towards like Florence, the yeah. little it's like it's, it's like think of it like a, a sand hill or matter of fact, the tanger before there was a tanger is going to be on the right side of the road. And okay. I remember vividly the countless times having to go there and buy school clothes. And Sheesh. yeah, yeah. Thank God that place is closed down now. It's it's a shell of its former self. Matter of <laughs> fact, when I see it, it'll be going there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there's nothing there. It's like the the building is still look, the buildings are still there, but it's it's just a ghost town there. It's like uh, the the same way how when you see uh, south of the border when you go up further in 95, yeah. it's the same feeling as when I see that shopping center. It's like it's just dilapidated. It's just a big. Why is it still here? Why isn't this shut the fuck down? So yeah, and then of course um, as he as the years went by, 
we definitely graduated up uh, to, to fucking with your 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 I must say K Mark, your TJ Maxx and your uh and your Marshalls and the other little hidden gem in the the city, the great city of Charlotte, North Carolina, was Kanji's. Like I don't know how my father found out about it, but yeah, definitely those high school years, I felt like I was I was on the come up. So I was styling the finances of uh, of your academics. Your I think. It was the uh, the the Fat Albert Fubu, and oh yes, how, how can I forget South Pole? Oh Lord have mercy! What about what about uh, LRG? Oh no, that 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 was that, that was like I think that was after my time though. But I always I I, I always wanted something LRG. Is is LRG still cool now, or is it finally what? just played the fuck out? I don't know because like the style of shirts they make, they're those like really heavy graphic tees and they, mm-hmm. they, um, their clothes are like purposely cut bigger so like mm-hmm. where a normal t-shirt would stop like let's say you get a t-shirt that's your size where a normal t-shirt would stop like at your waist or like a little bit below your waist their shirts are purposely cut long just like tall tees um, because they know they're like their their clientele is like hood niggas and skaters so <laughs> yes, yeah. that's awesome. I know very broad, very wide range, but yeah, that's their clientele, so or their target. So because of that, that's how they cut their shirts. So no, no, mm-hmm. LRG doesn't make no clothes to some of us. Well, yeah, definitely learn something like that. But not, but I do remember it. Just uh, even I think going back to my my early years at Charleston. And I was like I said, when I was not only just getting into sneakers, just getting into fashion and just seeing different styles and whatever. And I definitely remember LRG was one of those brands that I just wanted to wear. Yeah. And shout out, matter of fact, shout out to Karma Loop because that's where I was definitely coming up on, on a lot of my gear. So I think it was Booger Kids. Um, was Dirt Label on there too? Um, who else am I forgetting? Because that's where I got that uh, the Outcast shirt, uh, the. The me you me and you your mom and your mama two shirt me you auntie your mama two shirt. Um, oh, Karma loop. Yeah, and damn, I can't. I'm trying to remember all the. Mike Jack, I gotta try. Affiliates. Hold 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 up hold up I gotta because yeah that's why I remember seeing like your your those brands like uh, Diamond Supply or Cloud Kicker. That's what it was. It wasn't yeah. Dirt Label yet though, but definitely remember Cloud Kicker. And um. Damn, what was what was some of those early street brands, or at least that you remember that you really wanted, or either you got or you just didn't get a chance to get? Yeah, so there were a lot of them. Um, so one of them being uh, Dirty Ghetto Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a skate brand. Um, I was like there. I just liked the the name of it, <laughs> Dirty Ghetto Kids DGK. <laughs> um, famous stars and straps and uh, famous stars and straps. Hold on, that wasn't the uh the um uh, the Travis Scott uh, Travis Parker one. Travis Travis was that the almost. Yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. So oh, have you worn those No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still so good. Okay. but that and um maybe that was it. Hold on, wait. It was uh, and it was something really tacky. I used to want to wear like so bad. And it wasn't. No, hold on. Jabos didn't do shirts. It was just jeans, right? No, Jabos did everything. Jabos is a whole fashion brand. So I mean, I never really wanted Jabos. Like even when they was cool, I never wanted them. Um, but I mm-hmm. wanted like that tacky ass shit. Like 
was it something that was on Karma Loop? I'm pretty sure whatever I wanted, it was definitely on Karma Loop. Oh yeah, but it was just like this really brightly colored. Damn, what was it? Oh, was it was it a Billionaire Boys Club? Sorry, sorry, don't talk. Please don't talk. Please don't talk bad about. But no, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. I know they, I know they make dope shit now, right? But uh-huh. they were making like they were making like the style that was of the time. It was just really bright, fucking sh- like graphic tees with like just, <laughs> I don't know, like uh-huh. smiley faces on them. Like, nah, bro, that shit was terrible. I know you're right. You're right. Because I mean, granted, I still got a couple pieces, and I'm still rocking a couple pieces. I was like, don't, don't talk bad about Big Hero Boy Club. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, Crooks and Castles. That's what I forgot. Because yeah. it was um crazy on it was a oh yes oh yes because i i remember there was a shirt that i I saw joe button wear and it was the one where it was was the finger pistol one and i was like because i think he he wore like a white and navy blue one and i was like nah i just need that i just need that all white one i still have to this day now granted i need to get rid of it but i don't have the heart to do it i mean besides the fact there's probably like a little hole in the i think the right shoulder but for damn sure i still just wear it just walking around the house i and just it, it just goes together with so many looks that I have. Like, oh man, I love that damn shirt. Like, ah, oh, mercy. Matter of fact, and that 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 goes into the whole thing of <clears throat> uh, at the start of the quarantine, uh, having to go through that whole process of cleaning out my closet and getting rid of a lot of those old uh, either they were screen tees or some of those brands that I had to get rid of. Like, especially that uh, Booger Kids shirt where it had the rock paper scissors on it. Like, I love that damn shirt so damn much. But I'm like, nah, I got to get rid of it. I can't do nothing with this. Ooh, ooh. Matter of fact, here's another good question. What was your gene look from, I say, let's say from college up to now? How how are you styling your jeans? Matter of fact, no, let's go back. From high school up to now. From high school up to now. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. I think that in high school, my jeans were huge. So all my jeans were like, I was a small guy back then. So all mm-hmm. my jeans were, if I was a 32, all my jeans were like these 38, 40. Um, Damn. You was fucking it up for me, but go ahead. Yeah, Really big jeans, sag. I mean, sometimes I wear pants that fit me, but most of the time, sagging and shit like that. Um, Jean shorts. Definitely was in the mix as well. But uh, once I got to college, um, stopped sagging altogether, wore jeans that fit me. Um, but they were more like loose fitting jeans. They weren't very tight. So mm-hmm. I would just wear probably like a size above my whatever my waist size was. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's see. The closer, the older I got, um, well, the closer I got, you know, as an upperclassman, I switched it around, of course. So I started wearing like uh, more like fitted jeans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, now today I wear jeans that fit me and uh, they're loose where they need to be and tight where they need to be. And that's all I'm going to say about that. That's fair. That's fair. What I think for you? me, because I was, I was that husky child. Oh, yes. Uh, Oh yes, those those bugle boy either uh, pants, shorts, or what have you. 
those were definitely husky size. So shout out to all the husky boys out there, the the, the thick boys out there. You 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 know who you are. You you know you was just like me. That's right. Um, but as I as I uh, matriculated uh, uh, and and matured, definitely high school definitely was baggy jeans, um, without a doubt. That that was definitely the look, and, and then still somewhat through through college too. Um, yeah, I I for the longest time I've danced around a size thirty eight to forty. Like that was me, and then even my super fat boy stage, uh, mid twenties there, it was like a forty two. But thankfully, I haven't got back that far just yet. Um, definitely, I'm I'm ashamed to say when I got out on my own because it was that whole thing of you see everybody else around you with jeans that you want to wear, but you don't know the style of it. So uh, I had to had to go through a whole experimental phase. So I'm ashamed to say. I did wear the bootcut jeans, the old Jordan bootcut jeans. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm gonna live in my truth on that one, and thank God I grew out of it. Because, uh, like I said, as you said, I, I was I was fucking around with um the more relaxed fit and then the loose fit, and but still I just wasn't satisfied with just the the, the cut of the jeans at at. at at the ankle so it wasn't till really let's say about the last two and a half years and i'm super thankful of, of using thank god for youtube and thank god for google and the the, the many the youtube uh, rabbit holes that i went down um i started just researching this and i came across a guy asian cat name uh, was the richie lee's page and he was talking about of course sneakers and talking about fashion and one thing that i saw that he did was if you want that tapered look, you I, he strongly recommend he strongly recommend that you go to um, uh, your nearest tailor and uh, go get them done that way. Go get them custom that way. And even though I think at that time, like I said, uh, during that period, it went from I think it was Old Navy to Gap, and then I started fucking with uh, Levi's. Excuse me. Um, and then I thought I was doing good by just getting the taper legs. And I think it was the 502 taper to be exact. But then it, it still just wasn't getting the look that I wanted. Just how I wanted just the 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 the, the end of my pants just to hang off my shoes. So yeah, so as soon as he said that, um, went to the spot, the, the Korean spot right up the street from me. And right there in Goose Creek. And uh, I think I took maybe two of my pants there. And once he got them done quick and I was trying them on, I'm like, oh shit. And I think I also was wearing, and when I finally bought my first pair of uh, Ultra Boost, and I kind of put it all together, I was like, finally, after years of searching, I got it together. And not too long after that, like the rest of my jeans, immediately, I just invested that money and just got them all tapered, like really custom tapered. And it has, I, that was one of my better investments as far as my, 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 my wardrobe goes. So I, I throw that out to anyone else uh, that's looking to either update their wardrobe or just looking for some things to kind of make it better. Go to a tailor, holler at the Koreans, and they will get you right. And um, I think, what else did I do? Oh, other thing that I wasn't proud of that I was doing major back in uh, my high school days. It really, no, I'm sorry. My elementary, middle school, high school days, I was a cuffer. I was, I was definitely cuffing the pant leg, and I think I might have double cuffed it too a couple times too. Mm. Bro, I've cuffed recently. Mm. Even double cuffs, I've definitely done that. 
There's a time and a but place. But I know one. there's. Yeah, there is, there is, and then and then of course I've seen the the, the better looks of it of of, of how to make it more uh, fashionable. Cool. What is it? is it the pin cuff? That look I'm thinking about because every time I see it, I always picture somebody I wearing. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always picture somebody wearing like some Chelsea boots or stuff like that to to make it look dope, or just with boots in general, just to make it look dope. And I was like, damn. I was like, but nah, nah the, the 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 younger Michael, the little Michael. Yeah, he wasn't doing it that way. That shit was just nice and cuffy. And then, not only was it cuffy, uh, there was, of course, uh, the cuffs was dragging against the uh, the ground. So, and I best believe uh, some of those pair of jeans had holes at the bottom of it, or it was just definitely worn, worn Are down. You sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, like I said, there were well the bootcut jeans during that uh, early twenty period. But then high school period, it was just straight baggy. But still, even with those, it was just. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. But just know that I'm better now. I'm not doing that shit no more. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, I've come so I have come so far. Like I, I thank God for growth. Thank yeah. God for growth. Yeah. I mean, thank God for growth for all of us, man. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny looking back on old pictures and like, eh, maybe not that bit. <laughs> but, and I know we, um, I know we kind of moved on from sneakers, but I did have a question for you, Mike. What's up? What are your grails? And to the uninitiated, grails are. This is your sneaker, where it's your personal grail, um, is what we would call it. But it's that sneaker that you've hardly sought after. Whether that be because you have a memory attached to it, because you saw it and you fell in love with it but couldn't get your hands on it. It's the sneaker that is like, once you get it, you're like, I can be done from here. And you can have multiple grails, but it's a sneaker that is highly sought after for you, and it means something to you. But yeah, Mike, what's your grail? Well, at this point, it should be more, but I just have one, and it's their dead stock. And I think this was this this went along that time frame of my introduction into the sneaker culture. And uh, shout out to the homie Byron Wright. He, he he actually talked me out of wearing them. He was like, "Man, you should go ahead and flip these because they're probably gonna go be big." It was the the tw- was it the twenty eleven bread, yeah, twenty eleven bread eleventh, like. I I definitely remember those from my youth of just seeing it was just those pairs. It was just one of those pairs. I was like, God damn, that shit is fresh as hell. Because once again, it's that black and that red and that white, and it just goes with everything. And then even I remember around that time because it was the it was yeah because was that one of the Christmas pairs or either way I just remember it was that fall really that winter time frame when I was just seeing people just put it together with looks. And I was like, damn, that shit works. But still, once again, to this day, I, I've never worn it because I just I, I just never had the heart just to put it on. It's still deep in my closet. But I don't know, maybe one day. I mean, I, I've checked from time and time uh, on uh, StockX uh, just to see what they're going for now. I mean, it's it's, it's a it's a respectable amount. It's, it's not a big a resale, but I still have, I'm that's still going to be a pair that I'm not going to resell. But um, there's still a couple out there that that are sought after. So. Um, I know it's the ASIC 
gel light three i think it's the salmon matter of fact instead of me guessing because uh, i think one of them was the salmon toe or was it the flamingo one um and i know the other one that i always wanted was the the jordan 5 supreme collab the white one like i i, I need those just just in my collection that that would just do it for me. It's just it's, it's one of those ones where it's the closest I would get to consider myself a, a hype beast because it's a supreme, and for damn sure, I'm there's no way in hell that I'm just gonna just uh, get something supreme just off the rip because for one, I haven't invested in bots, and I live in Charleston, so there's no supreme store by me, and I'm not just about to go to wherever the nearest supreme location just to get some. So I was like, nah. I'll, I'll invest that money and go on a uh, stock X or goat just to get it. But nah, that's, that's it. But, but now what about you, sir? Um, <clears throat> so, uh, one is very cliche and one kind of means a little bit more, but so my big thing is being reunited with shoes that kind of mean something with, to me. Mm. Um, so two shoes, um, the, uh, red 11s. So it's, it's funny that you actually brought Bread 11s. Um, the Bread 11s because the Bread 11s was the first pair of hype shoes I had ever I've ever owned or ever even like yeah I could say I own. So these um so the Bread 11s that uh, that I had were passed down me down to me from my brother. He had a pair of OG Bread 11s, mm-hmm. like but they were worn though, like they had been. You know, they had been through it. They weren't beat, but they were definitely, like, worn. You could definitely tell they mm-hmm. weren't Like, there was, like, the sole wasn't white anymore, and you there was no way you could ever get it back white. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I wore them, man. They were, like, they were dope. Like, at first, I, like, didn't wear them to school because it was, like, it wasn't cool to, like, wear fucked up shoes. <laughs> um, like, uh, <laughs> like, then. It wasn't, it wasn't cool to wear worn shoes. Like, mm-hmm. people just talk shit about you. But... I would wear it like, oh, if I'm like going to like my homie's house or something like that, like or just going to ride my bike, I would wear them because like because they one they were comfortable and two they look cool. Um, and then I remember like I thought they looked so cool like with my outfits and stuff like that. I just started wearing them in school too, mm. and he was like, you know, they're dope and stuff like that. And I want those shoes again. I have no idea what happened to them. I would not have purposely thrown them away. Or anything, I have no idea what happened to them, but mm. so that, and of course, those bread tins that I lost in the, the creek. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's that's all around fair. I mean, I'm assuming you've looked them up on uh, StockX to see. Yeah, for so bread eleven, um, actually, those up today. They're three sixty. They're three forty five in my size. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if you buy it now, like three ten is the highest bid right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bread tins. Um, Actually, I think a little bit less than that. I haven't looked those up in a while, but I definitely looked up the Bread 11s today. Um, they actually gotcha. have a pair in Cola Kicks near my uh, near my apartment. Um, and I need to get out now. there. They're selling them for three eighty. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. So, well, I think we've I think we've said a lot. If if you had to sum up. Um, like I said, going back to those that are just either guy or girl that that want to get into sneaker culture, uh, do you have a couple little tidbits that may help them along their way? 
Don't buy hype. Buy what you like. And Oof. Sneakers. Oof. Say that one more time, sir. Say it one more time. Don't buy hype. Buy what you like. And wear your sneakers. That's a word, sir. That's that's yeah, truly a word. Gotta buy what you like, man. There's too many hype beats out here. Driving exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, granted, I was just gonna say shit like, uh, I mean, that I, I agree a, a thousand percent. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, check sizing, because keep in mind, not all sneakers are cut the same. And that was definitely one lesson that I learned, especially over the last uh, several years. Um, I think the biggest reveal for me was that, okay, so I'm a size 12. So I don't understand why I was buying size 12 forces uh, all this time when I needed to buy a size 11 and a half. I don't know why. I, I mean, maybe because I have a wide flat foot, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, take some time. And if, as soon as you're getting in, as you're getting into the culture and getting into sneakers, take time to actually go to uh, certain stores and start learning uh, different cuts of sneakers like so like i said for me for instance uh for those uh forces i have to buy them a half size down for uh jordan ones i have to buy them a half size up and the same for jordan fours everything else is cool with a size 12 and i think for those um those uh those asic gelite uh, mts i had to buy them a whole size up but all the rest of the gelite threes was all my size so i mean it takes some time Definitely, and especially I know it's hard in this during this quarantine period because I definitely remember, especially with those ASICs, having to get them and send them back and going through that whole motion just to get to find my right size. Though, but once you got it and you got it, then you, trust me, that's it's that 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 type of information is so valuable. And so yeah, de- definitely. And then also, you know, use internet to your advantage. Uh, go on your Reddit's and other forums and just type in your sneaker that you're looking at and type in these three letters. T T S, true to size. Right. Yeah, that's how I do it as well. That is definitely how I do it as well, man. Yo, sneaker buying is really difficult. <laughs> did we? Did we ever mention that? <laughs> I don't think we did. Yeah, we, we've hinted to it, though, but it's. I mean, it's it's a it's a whole thing to itself. Now, granted, like I said, it's. It's 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 enticing once you get into it. It's it's a whole love. It's like it's always funny going back and forth with Star about we'll talk about different raffles or different releases and like especially in our conversations having our own strategy or whether we have a significant other or not and trying to make sure that they sign up into this thing too or whatever to try to go for it. Now that's fun, but at the same time, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, nah, it is. Um, and aggravating. It makes you wonder, like. Is it like, why is that worth it to us? It's like we must really like the abuse because, like, when we buy shoes, it's it's not a pleasant experience. It's it's never a pleasant experience buying shoes. Like, it's mm-hmm. of course memorable, mm-hmm. but it's never like because you like you get all riled up, and you, sometimes it's usually frustrating because one of the one of the things that anybody, of course, if you're not into sneakers, and this is not something you do often, one of the things that can happen is. You can get a shoe, put it in your cart, pay for it, and then they email you later and tell you you didn't get the shoe. Lord, sir. Oh, Lord. I just went through that. Uh, Why would anyone choose this? (laughs) Why would anybody want that hurt? (laughs) 
Uh, goddamn, JD Sports. I really wanted those Hyper 14s. You and I had to, and I literally purchased it. And then I looked it up on uh, what was it, Dick Sporting Goods and had it sitting in my cart. But I was like, no, nah, I already got it purchased. Let me go buy my day. So I'm good to go. Got that email. It's, especially got the confirmation email. A couple hours later. Sorry, we gotta cancel this order. You mother- yeah, like I did went to what I get mine from finish line. I, I, I thought you were about to say D- DTLR. Nah, it wasn't DTLR. So I got um <laughs> how many pair of shoes I got? I got uh I got a pair of Yeezys from DTLR one time. They were having a raffle and I just entered it and I hit on them. So but nah, DTLR is a hidden gem though. Yeah, it is. It For is. Real. <laughs> like they they actually be getting they be getting heat. And nobody's like knows about it. <laughs> it's just you go there and it's like, why is this heat just sitting on the shelf? Nobody Matter got fact, If if you like uh DTLR, I think my equivalent to it is uh YCMC. I, I, I forgot what what I ended up copping from them. It was no, I think it was my uh DMPs. Uh that's the one I got them from. And I was like, I have never heard of that before though, but but god damn it, I'm gonna fuck with them. I'm fuck with him. Yeah, I remember the um, was the Paris to NYC joints was just sitting in there, like mm-hmm. chilling, just relaxing. I was like, bro, if what? <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, but then, and then again, every DTLR is either in the shady side of the mall or in the hood. So, yeah, that's probably why I should be sitting because the hype be saying will go all the way out there. Exactly, and even when I for what I saw for the um. When the uh, Marathon Continues uh, collab dropped uh, for those uh, track suits and the whole nine, I think they were the only site that I saw that actually was doing it at a discount. And I was yeah. like, why did, why, is everybody, why are they the only ones doing it at a discount? And I guess maybe because they took took in that took, I took that into consideration what you just said. Yeah. So, Damn, like, you are yeah. right, bro. We can talk about this all day because there's so many things I feel like I didn't mention because like the stupid shit we used to do as kids, like I don't know if you were a person that did this, Mike. Um, and I think Cool Kicks is something else now. But oh, there, used to be, going. there were websites that had these like crazy ass, like either fakes or just really bad customs. Um, and it was like you used to go in there and like buy them. I'm pretty sure they're all scams. I'm sure you couldn't buy shoes over here. But it oh, was yeah. like coolkicks.com, like neatshoes.com and, and like, you know, shit oh, yeah. like that. Or you saw them as an ad on the original Hip Hop DX site. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, Louis Vuitton Air Force Ones? Why Or or, or my favorite, the, the, the Bullberry Air Force Ones. I was the like, what? Oh, I want them. The, the Bullberry ones. I the worst them. I wanted them. I wanted them so bad when I saw because because automatically in my head I was like, damn, because was it either Master P had the shit? No, it was either him or Ludacris. No. Master P had it on his bumper and tight whips. Oh, was that Ludacris that had it on Act a Fool on the uh, bumper of his? No, he had the Louis shit on the bumper of his car. I think Master P did have that, and I think he had the the. Did he have the Bullberry airbag too? Oh shit! But either way, going back to our childhood, when we see shit like that, it's like, no, I want that. I want to be like my favorite rapper. We I thought it be was like so cool, bro. Like, oh, yeah. just terrible shit. And then there was a. There was the fakes you used to buy in real life. So if you're from, you're from Columbia, which you are, you may not remember this. I remember this because there was a point in time where fake everything was on the rise. Fake clothes, of course, fake hats, you know, 
all his fake G-Shocks. But the worst of all was fake shoes, right? Um, in Columbia. And it's specifically fake Jordans, but it, it expanded to more fake shoes. Mm-hmm. So out in Columbia, there was a guy named Gray Eyes, apparently. And mm-hmm. he was selling Jordans. And of course, they were the fake colorway Jordans. Like, the the worst Jordans ever. Like, colorways that don't exist. Like, the orange <laughs> and pink pair. Like, the orange mm-hmm. and pink sevens. Like, the Clemson, <laughs> the Clemson fours. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. The SpongeBob joints, <laughs> like the the Reese's. I was like, oh, that, that man got the Reese's thirteens. Okay, <laughs> like just fake colorways that don't exist. And um, like I remember people going to like buy shoes from him because it was like, oh, these are like these are real, like these are all the real deal. And like you know, as as gifts and stuff like that. Like, oh, I bought some, I bought some new Jordans for my girl. Like. For her birthday, it's like they were fake. It's like I did a Valentine's Day, <laughs> they did a Valentine's Day Elevens. Like uh, uh, this, those are oh, <laughs> you know. Um, so that <laughs> that you know, it's like and it's like that on top of like the fake uh, a, uh, AJ F one. What what were the Air Jordan forces? The Jordan forces? Uh, um, shit. Uh. I hated them shit so much. Oh, uh, fuck. I know what you're talking about. No, I thought those were the Spezite. No, 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 no. Uh, were, were they the Fusion? The Fusions, yes. Oh, no. yeah. I hated them for the passion. I hated them. Like, fusions. Terrible. Oh, my they God. Them shit was terrible. Where they're mixing like two, two, like, two, like, like here are the Fusion oh. Sixes. I'm like, oh, oh God. Oh, Sevens. Like, what? It's like little fake sweatshop fusions. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like that was they, those are real things. Those those fake clear shoes, like they had the one invisible woman's and oh, then yeah, the, the one it, pair it, of invisible woman's, and then somehow somebody had red invisible woman's and blue ones. Because <laughs> you know, that was like, the shit that Marcus Houston wore in that one. You said what? Uh, those, those are the ones that what was it Marcus Houston one in that one infamous picture where yeah. he had like the clear suit. Oh, Lord have mercy. No, like, bro, this is insane. So by then, I was into sneakers, so I knew not to, like, go anywhere near those shoes. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, this is this is insane. Like, y'all feet sweating up. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> your shoes are foggy, my guy. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right, so last thing that I got is, like I said, um, with a lot of... Uh, Big releases, uh, of course, especially for me this year. I was I thought this was going to be the year that I get my first pair of dunks, but clearly I picked the wrong fucking year to try to get some dunks, especially SB dunks to be exact. Um, raffles, please be careful with raffles. I almost got, I think I got got with one. Good thing I didn't lose no money, but still, it was some my information leaked. Um, please be careful uh, with these sites that's offering raffles. Just do your due diligence. Uh, be careful of the emails that you may receive. Or what have you? Just you know, run it past the, the the actual site that you're trying to do this raffle for, or even more so. Just just be careful, especially with the ones that are like abroad and you're you're trying to hit. Because I think it was um, it was the denim, uh, Air Max ones that I oh, God I wanted them shit so bad. No matter of fact, I think it was those those and the um, I don't know if it was was it a few. That was doing. It was, somebody was trying to do a re-release of the the Animal Pack two dot 
uh, 2.0s for the uh, Air Max ones. But either way, I say all that to say, short and sweet, just be careful. But but yeah, yeah. you know, like I said, it, it's a journey. It's 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 yeah. a beautiful ride. You you'll meet some of the best people in your life, have some of the best conversations. It it definitely helps with your self esteem, especially. And just as Byron said, you do not need to buy the most hype thing to be fresh. Just do you, just do you. But also, yeah. just know your sneaker too. You don't you don't need us to come around and be like, hey, what was you wearing? It's like oh, it was a George. It's like which one? The patent leather ones. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Please, just leave. Damn, I wish we could have told the cash story. Oh, damn. Can we, can, we, can we squeeze that one in? I mean, it may be more appropriate for another episode. Okay, okay. Because yeah. it, it, dare I say. It'll be a long story. We'll when when I think about it. it was, yeah, because when I think about it, it's like, damn, so much happened on that Raleigh trip. Like, we yeah, I, I actually got that was part of the same trip. as uh, Yeah, yeah. So story. much happened on that damn trip. But either way, um, mental health check time. How you doing, sir? You know, Mike, I'm doing better. Yeah, mm. I am doing better. Um, as I ride this roller coaster to the age 30, you know, I feel like this overwhelming sense of um, responsibility and need to like have like a solid plan and going towards the future and whatnot. It's just mm-hmm. within me now. And I look back over like the things I've done over the past like few years and the years leading up to 30 that like the things I've done and I see how the seeds I've I've planted are now coming. I'm now like reaping, starting to reap the benefits of them and stuff like that. Like, you know, credit score going up, like literally hmm. bu- building wealth, learning different ways to build wealth and having like a plan on how to do those things, feeling more confident in decisions I make. Like those types of things have now come upon me. I feel like I have enough wisdom. I feel like I've fallen on my face enough to have like this sense of wisdom about me, and actually yeah. feel like the adult I'm about to become, about to become. So, um, so yes, I am doing better. I'm realizing the things that you should and should not give a fuck about, and mm-hmm. what you should what you should allow to weigh in on your heart and on your mind. So, yeah, so better is how I'm doing. I dig that, sir. I definitely dig that. Um, on my end, um, it's been just a, a little bit of the same, but just more so um, just being very thankful uh, it's for the, the health and wealth of happiness of those around me, um, especially with the family. Um, I've been uh, just, just kind of, even before we even started recording, just kind of just re- reflecting on that, uh, despite all what has gone on with this virus and the the whole nine but i am happy to see uh the the the, the sense of unity of amongst families and or or people uh, really taking inventory of their life just like yourself and wanting to do better and not and i, and I think this is coming from uh, one of the sermons i've been listening to of just seeing how okay how god works where how there's 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 so much confusion and chaos going around you, but it's almost in a sense where God's doing that to get your attention. Be like, okay, you see all this craziness. Okay. Now that I have your attention, let's start focusing on you. So whether it be the stuff you may see in others that you may see in yourself that you, that you either don't like or stuff you want to improve on and be like, man, I hope I, I hope I'm not being that selfish 
uh, like I say, or for instance, how people, the, the anti-maskers and they're just thinking about themselves and whatever, whatever, how they don't want to be comfortable. But just knowing that, you know, that slight moment of discomfort, it could benefit somebody else. So just applying that little principles like that to yourself. It's like, man, how, I hope I'm not being that selfish to somebody else or or knowing how to communicate more when 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 things are on my chest because I, it's it, it and I know we've talked about it in in, in previous episodes especially the 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 fuckboy free episode of just not you you need to get it off because stuff like that it, it just it will linger and it will just fester and it things will come out in the wrong way and one other thing that definitely uh I, I'm learning is knowing how to act in love. So like I said, using the whole thing with people being anti-maskers or whatever, and just being selfish, but just knowing if you take a moment and think about the other person showing that compassion, you're acting out of love. So even like I said, going back to just uh, with communicating, knowing how to talk with people, knowing knowing either whether, if, whether it's their love language or knowing how to say things and not come off in a malicious fashion, like knowing how to, once again, you know, kind of, kind of take a quick inventory of yourself, knowing your, your wrongs and faults and what have you, and then just going on from there. And hopefully you can have a, a, a dialogue or just what, what uh, uh, or anything like that. So it's, it's little stuff like that. That's, that's, it's either lessons learned or just reinforcing uh, different lessons and just kind of just keep that in mind. And then like I said, just, just, just being thankful of seeing everybody around me that that's coming up uh, either starting their businesses in the midst of businesses closing out, because where there's problems, there are solutions and people are taking advantage of, of those solutions and just wanting to help out. And then, like I said, going back to uh, what we were talking about uh, earlier, still seeing that people are still winning out here, whether it be LBs or close friends and that they're still doing good work out here. And because um, I wanted to save the stuff talking about uh, a girl that, that just went through some changes in her life and just the whole benefit of finding those hobbies, because it doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, sneakers. It can just be anything, but as long as it, it's it's something that it, it's a fresh start for you that can bring you joy, bring you happiness, bring you value, and just take you to that next point in life to kind of bring you back center in the midst of all the chaos. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, man, that's always. Oh, sorry, that's always good to hear, man. It's always good to hear, bro. I feel like every time we we get these mental health checks, we really get to hear more about your. Your growth spiritually, mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it doesn't just benefit me; it benefits everyone that's around me because it's, it's it's sharing that knowledge. Yeah, so it'd be selfish just to keep it all to myself. It's like, no, you better you better show and prove. Yeah. Well, all right, Mike. It's about that time again. It is time for uh, a little segment that we call Two Minute Drills. And uh, mm-hmm. Mike, you're first up. So these two minute drills, it uh, gives you some time to actually uh, gives you two minutes to drill down to like all the things that you're doing right now, what you're watching, what you're playing, uh, what did you wear today, um, whatever media you're consuming. I'm not sure what did you wear today. I'm not sure how that came in there, but <laughs> whatever you're consuming, what's new with you? Catch us up with Mike and two minutes on the clock. Go. Let's see. Um think for this one i'm gonna just do with a lot of stuff that i'm seeing online so um as i've always talked about just love staying on youtube and just watching shit so if it's all if it's stuff like dealing with gaming or stuff dealing with comics uh stuff like from comics explained 
um, Danny Malt. And matter of fact, shout out to Danny Malt because he does a lot of the dope stuff, especially he did his run with the boys of doing, it's like hour long videos of him doing a rundown of each volume of different comics. So like the boys, Invincible, Why the Less Man, Lock and Key, A Preacher, um, that dope stuff there. Um, also watching Dope Spill, black owned uh, comic nerd. And I love the way he breaks down different stuff. Of course, um, a comic historian, uh binging with babish love the funhouse guys uh of course another guy that does a lot of the anime uh stuff especially with his, with his voiceovers is the mo larry please check him out um of course a uh, full-size run with uh, a lot of the sneaker stuff the richie lee page and there's somebody else that i'm forgetting out there but i will come back to that um other than that as far as the shows i'm watching i'm finally getting on lovecraft country so good shit there the boys season two is all the way official um I think as far as music goes, I just got the Larry June Orange Season, uh, the new West Side Gun album drop. Uh, who uh, who made the sunshine? Uh, the Alchemist, a doctor, a painter, and Alchemist walking to a bar. Um, the Detroit Two album, uh, the Nas uh, joint, and uh, the new Action Bronson too. So um, going through that, and of course the Dom Kennedy rap and roll. Um, let's see if there's anything else that I'm forgetting, uh, show wise, uh, venture brothers going back through that again. And, um, even if my time is up, I definitely, I'm thankful that I finally invested, shout out to shine that I finally invested in, uh, uh, external hard drive, five terabyte hard drive to put on my PS4 now. So, so I can, in preparation of getting my PS5. So, and I think that's it. Yeah. It sounds like you're about to reinstall call of duty. Yes, I did. I already did it. Yeah, nice. That big ass hundred gig file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, um, matter of fact, dang, it was something you said, and I was gonna, I was gonna say something about it. Um, it wasn't Venture Brothers. Fuck, I can't remember. But anyway, you uh, you can tie me. Okay, and go. All right, so. What are my two-minute drills? What have I been into? So I'm back to playing The Witcher 3, big time right now. I'm playing Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is literally the game that the Division thought it was going to be, but could not mm-hmm. pull off. Destiny 2 is an awesome uh, looter shooter. It's the best example of a looter shooter that I could find. Um, I'm playing Overwatch right now. So I know... It's kind of cliche because I feel like Overwatch is like a super popular game and I maybe I'm late to the party, but Overwatch is an awesome fucking game. Um, <laughs> just, it's that that whole thing of having like unique characters that have unique skills and while in the first person shooter realm, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I watching? So uh, I am watching Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country is an excellent show. If you're not watching mm-hmm. it, there's nothing I'm going to give away about the show. But if you like blackness um, and you like seeing it on the screen and seeing black actors collect them bags, watch Lovecraft Country. Um, watching Utopia, if you like it's like kind of creepy shit a little bit, Amazon Prime, watch Utopia. Um, I'm watching The Good Place right now. So finishing that up since it's now on Netflix. And um, how much time I got, Mike? You got about a little more than 35 seconds ago. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see what I've been listening to. I've been listening to Men I Trust. Uh, let's see. Any new rap? Any new rap? Uh, I'm listening to Kobe Jordan. Um, and uh, I'm also watching 
uh, terrible hood movies on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn. About uh, eight seconds left. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and 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 um, make wear your shoes. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, I forgot one person. Uh, Eddie Wynn on um, on YouTube. He's definitely as far as your, your uh, as, as a lookbook goes. Uh, I like his style. Uh, he because he'll definitely show you how to style um, your, your your various sneakers, whether it be your Vans, your your Air Maxes, your Forces, uh, Jordans, or what have you. I like the way he puts puts his stuff together. And a new kid that I've seen was uh, I think it's Sony Kicks Black Kid, and it's real dope. And um, oh shit! It's one person that I'm forgetting. Ah, uh, damn! Ah, uh, that was oh, the one thing I, met, I forgot to mention. It's not Sakoni, but Sakoni. I forgot that was the one little thing I meant to throw in there earlier. Yeah. Um. Uh, one other small thing. This may seem super shallow. Um, and forgive me. If it is. But one of the things that I've heard is that one of the best things you can do for your fashion, for your fashion sense, because um, we talk about like the stuff you wear and how to coordinate and all that stuff. One of the best things you can do is get in shape. I'm not saying lose weight. I'm not saying be skinny. I'm that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is get in shape. Be the yeah. best possible you, you can be in the best possible physical condition. And then you're, you'll notice that your clothes start to look better on you. And oh, yeah. sometimes that may just be due to a attitude change. Like maybe now that you're in shape, you care less about, hey, like I care less if people like my outfits or not. And because of that, like maybe you just appear different. You got a different look to you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because dare I say, I think that's another part of fashion is just attitude. It's like it's... Yeah, yeah, there's no rules, and just 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 have that confidence and attitude about you, because shit, damn near anything can be made fresh as long as you rock it the right way and have the right confidence with it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Mike, it's like this has brought us to the end of another episode of Children mm-hmm. of the Internet, but we're not going to close out without some quotes for our people. Uh, oh shit! What you got, Mike? Uh, damn, I guess that should have been my quote. Uh, it's not Sockety. You know, it's not Sakoni. It's Sockety. <laughs> Shit. Damn. damn. Um, um, oh, I think I know one. Um, uh, shout out to, to Graf for this line because it's on an old Jay Worthy song. And it was so simple and it, and it struck me to my core. And it was something, something, something. I can tell that you have swag just by the way you lace your sneakers. I was like, Oof. and that was a whole nother conversation we could have got into about your loosey goosey, your over, under, under, over, uh, or your diamond patterns, or just just how you tie them. But that's another part of uh, self expression. But that's damn, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I can tell you have swag by the way you lace your sneakers. Damn. I like it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> shit. What quote am I going to use? Damn. Hold on. Uh, 
should have wrote down the quote. All right. Since we mentioned Larry June earlier. Oh, damn. I don't fucked up my leg. Running through these bands. You listen to another episode of the Children of the Internet podcast. <laughs> As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. Uh, what's, 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 what, what else is that? Uh, the uh, Amazon. Did I say Amazon? You can find us on Amazon now. Look us up, Children of the Internet podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Check out the show notes because we got all that stuff in there. Join the mm-hmm. Discord. And remember, don't buy hype. Mm. Buy what you like. Mm. My daughter got some nice sneakers. Yeah. She got the Jordan 11s. Oh, dang. Which Jordan 11s? The patent leather ones? The patent leather ones. Get out, bro. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> the patent. Oh, those. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, wow. Black and red. The patent leather ones. Spring release? So, one thing you got to know is one, I don't care about shoes that much. Yeah, like, gotcha. Two, I've never owned a pair of Jordans because I've hated Michael Jordan like my entire life. That's yeah. True. So, so what are those you got on there? So these are little something. Those so are dunks. so oh, those are ones. Not, yeah, I don't. These are Air Force <laughs> ones. I love these. Are the only shoes I love. I love Air Force ones. I love Air Force ones. And I'll tell you, like, so I watched. I don't know if you remember the year that um Panda came out. Come on, come on. Those are dunks. They're not dunks though. Those are uh, SBs. It's Air Force One style, so I really care. Okay, cool. So I, I don't know what they're. Yeah. But so I like. I love these things. Yeah. So like um. I don't know if you remember the year that um, Designer performed on the BET Awards and he did Panda. He came out, he yeah. did Panda, and he had on these red Yeezys. They're all red Yeezys. I was like, these shoes are so dope. Right but I will never, ever in my life pay that amount of money for shoes. So I was like, I'm going to find some shoes the way I find shoes. So I was like, hmm, let's see if we can find some other somewhere. Because FinalScore.com, shout out to FinalScore.com, um, eBay's side site. Um, I, go, I, I usually go there to find like like discontinued shoe models yeah. that are just mad cheap. So I go there. Um, they didn't have anything that I wanted, and I walked into the Foot Locker. Not, yeah, the Foot Locker at the Tanger Outlet, and they had these for fifty dollars. That's good, man. Like you found what's comfortable. Huh? Found what's comfortable. That's what I. That's what I do. You don't have to be. You don't have to spend a lot of money on yeah. shoes. You're gonna be nice. It's all about what yeah. you like. Yeah. So like the most out there on shoes. It just but, ends up being a bunch of dudes like look at your shoes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh like ladies are never walking up to you like, oh my god, your shoes are like. Ladies don't run me like drooling down their chin. It's like, oh my god, are those the <laughs> are those the cow waffles? <laughs> Is that the 2019 shooting? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I was about to go out to dinner with my husband. I guess I'm having sex with you now. <laughs> <laughs> He's broke boy. He wears a blazer. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, so, you have it together, sir. So, yeah, I yeah. have no idea what y'all just said. Just but like, it's cool. Cool, 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 cool. cool.